It's everyone's favorite show about all things Utah. A show where four hosts, and sometimes a guest, discuss whatever they want regarding Utah, and mostly stay on topic. It's the new Utah Podcast, with your hosts, Bree, Chris, Jeremy, and Jessica. Well, we're lying right out of the gate. Jess is not here. Uh, it's episode 225, and we'll see if we have to re-record this intro four times this this evening. Uh, last week, we had to record it three times. Three times. Uh, so maybe this is this is attempt number two. I'm not going to talk the first 30 seconds anymore. Maybe you're the reason. Maybe you're the problem. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, it's for, for four years we've been doing this show. I've never had an issue unless I, like, accidentally forget to hit record, which, yes, I have absolutely done that. Um, but for some reason... Uh, just the last two weeks, it just stopped right after like 20 seconds after the intro. Some sort of setting or something. I don't know. I don't know, but I'm not changing anything. I'm just re-recording. Maybe I'm accidentally like hitting something on the keyboard or the mouse or I don't know. The cats. Anyway. Always blame it on the cats. I mean, pretty much, but this is not um, how how to not podcast properly. This is the new top podcast. Um, but Jess is gone. She needed a day off. Um, so instead, we have some very special guests with us this week. Um, we have most of the existing Gates clan. The ones that are still the majority. Home. Yeah, <laughs> the, you're you're the fair majority because there's only two of you missing. That's yeah, right. That is <laughs> true. That's three out of the five. That's the majority. You guys vote for everyone else. That's how it works. <laughs> they've, they've voted Julia and Maya off the island. <laughs> they don't to come back. They're, They're gone. Here. So we have Heather, Jeremy's lovely wife. Uh, his daughter Hannah and his youngest uh, Jonathan, also his only son. That's right. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like you get special treatment because you're the only boy? No. And the youngest. But no. what about because you're the youngest? No. Hannah, do you think Jer- that he gets spe- special treatment? Uh, in a couple ways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, she gets special treatment. The baby she has never the youngest daughter, so, so that's maybe true. she gets some special. I am spoiled. Privileges. I get a ride in the front seat in the truck, but that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> because mean, I'm older. The truck just has a front seat, right? That's, That's all. It. it has three front seats. <laughs> so who gets to sit in the middle? Jonathan. Most yeah. of the time me, because I'm the smallest. And, my and knee, there's a stick shift. And my knees get bashed <laughs> in with the stick the shift. He's got the shortest legs, but not for much longer. And it's like one of those old, like, long stick shifts, Old too. school. Yeah. An old beater truck that's still On the still floor. Around. What year is that truck, Jeremy? 2007. Oh, that's, that's not, not that old. old. Nope. It sure looks like it's from 1982. <laughs> I don't think that they changed truck styles it's until been like hard and yeah. the tens. It's been yeah. used. <laughs> been rode hard and put away. Thank dry. you. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, uh, I was, I don't remember what I was listening to, but they were talking about like the Ford Ranger of trucks. Um, because Ford Ranger was this little crappy truck that Ford made for years and never did any changes to, never did any improvements to, because it got amazing gas mileage. And, like, the the National Highway Safety Bureau, the way they rate gas mileage in a category for a group, um, it's the whole group. So it counts as a truck, and it had amazing gas mileage. But it's, mileage, like, super teeny. But all the other trucks had crappy gas mileage, but it helped keep that average gas mileage down, so they were able to maintain Those some Those were rating. popular when I was in high school. Yeah. I was behind one that was going 15 this morning on 45th South. <laughs> Might have been top speed. It's like the Toyota Tacoma, those pieces of trash. Hey. I don't know what. Watch them out. <laughs> <laughs> Might offend somebody. I <laughs> doubt you'll offend anyone on this show. Yeah, no. no. They've been offended more. If you drive a Dakota, a Dakota, a Toyota Tacoma, too bad. Yeah. They know. They already know. Yeah. <laughs> 
Is that what John drives? Uh, no, he drives a Chevy Silverado. Oh, okay. Yeah. One of the nice, like... A good truck. Pretty sporty trucks. <laughs> or I should say an actual truck. He's, he's a pretty... No, it's a pretty boy truck. Like, it's an actual yeah, truck. It's but, kind of a step up from, like, Curtis's truck. The good news is he is uses it as a truck. Little, yeah. He he's does. not afraid to, like, scratch the bed. Put stuff in it. But it's a nice truck. Uh, yeah. So Jess is gone. Um, I spent all day Sunday getting sunburnt up on a roof. That's your own fault. You but, didn't take any sunscreen. You didn't wear a hat. That's true. I wasn't thinking. Like You oh, wore a black shirt. I should like, go over at 9 <laughs> o'clock or not 9 o'clock, at 12 o'clock in the afternoon to fix mom's roof from the windstorm. Uh, that was a bad idea. And it was all the front edge of the roof. So there was no like, you know, normally like you get shingles in the middle of the roof. You just get up there and you're crawling around on the roof on your knees. No, on the edge of the roof. I but I do think that, that actually like, saved your back because you said your back doesn't actually hurt. Yeah, it probably saved my back, but it made it incredibly painstakingly slow. Because you had to move the ladder every couple of feet. Like every every shingle. I placed a shingle and then I couldn't place. I'd move the ladder. And maybe I could get two shingles side by side placed, but then I'd have to move the ladder. And then like nailing it in. So I got to the end and I was able to put the last two rows down, but I was still like moving the ladder like every other shingle. And then up and down, up and down. Yeah. I bet I climbed that ladder 150 times. You just need stilts. I mean, walk around with them. It would have been so fast if I would have had stilts that were tall enough. But the problem is, if you've ever met me, I mean, I broke my leg, severely (laughs) broke my leg on cardboard. The last thing that I should be doing is walking around on stilts. Get the painter stilts. They have the shin guards on them. Yeah, I don't think the shin guards would be the issue there. It would be me just, just falling. falling and then trying to get back up over and over again. <laughs> I've fallen and I can't get up. You'd be like a turtle. If you want a comical YouTube video, yeah, that would be me. <laughs> Laying Making in bushes. turtle sounds. <laughs> Making turtle sounds. Yeah, that's a turtle sound. <laughs> Look it up. Oh, gosh. Uh, we have to go to Denver this weekend again. Back to Denver. <sighs> Can we find a place finally? She did. It's actually a really, really nice place. So... I don't. We didn't tell the story, right? I don't yeah, know. I well, haven't heard we t- it. You did last week. Did we? Going down there, and then her oh, place, fell, the place apart. fell apart. She ended up not getting it. I mean, yeah. the place was literally falling, falling apart. Like it had like black mold under the sink, and yeah. So they found a place. And, so yeah, uh, and I think it's better. They each have a walk-in closet this time, and they each have their own bathroom. So like, if they have guests, they will have to walk through one of their bedrooms. But now, but like, they don't have to walk out old. into a hallway or whatever for, you know. That's they're 22. Nice. I think yeah. they're fine with that. Yeah, I don't think that, that they sacrifice care. to have their own bedroom. Yeah, and yeah. Bathroom. And they've got a wood burning stove, and they've got laundry in their unit that actually, like, the washer dryers provided. I oh, lived wow. That's nice. uh, at 22. Yeah. I lived in a two bedroom apartment. Um, I think I was in Atherton then. Maybe I was a little bit older. Maybe I was at the house on McClelland at 22. Uh, is this house that was a rental? Literally every house on the street was owned by this couple that lived at the top of the street, and they were the worst landlords on the planet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was the house that both my roommates decided to move out of state when we when our lease was about up. One moved to Chicago, and one moved to California, and they left like two weeks before the lease was up and left all their crap. <laughs> so I had to deal with all their crap. <laughs> Sounds like Maya. The girls are moving in without any like they have their bedroom furniture. So she's like, guess we'll be trying to find where the good thrift shops are and see if we can find like Denver couch and no, but, um, they have like, I found the restore for her and I told her that might be a good resource because they need like a dining room table and a couch and 
Don gave him an old TV, but I don't know if they have anything to actually put it on. on. So, <laughs> but they've got to have a Goodwill or Savers or something. Yeah, they, they, do. they do. They have Goodwill and they have like the Restore Salvation and, Army. Yeah, there's a couple places. So she just said once they kind of get more settled and know the area and and can save up some more money. On but stuff, when you when that. you grow up in a state that has DIs like on every corner, every yeah, you kind of take it for granted that you can just You're go like find wow, something. these are. Quality, like people give away quality stuff sometimes. Well, DI makes their own, like some of it, yeah, some, beds some of that stuff. stuff. Yeah. And they sell their own, like under, underwear and pillows and, and stuff. mattresses and stuff too. Yeah. So, but they don't need any bedroom stuff. They just need other stuff. So my mom was like, "Well, they can have my couch because I want to get a new couch." And I'm like, "And how am I going to get it there?" She's like, well, can't you just take a U-Haul? I'm like, Mama, it'd be cheaper to just buy him a brand new couch in Denver by the time I rent a $450 U-Haul. She's like, that's how much it is. So I don't think we talked about how you guys fared after the windstorm. How was the... Because Tuesday was really the, yeah, the Tuesday. bulk of it. So we did have fence go down. I think we might have oh, talked, yeah, that's right. talked, yeah, we talked about, about that. The on my way the out dogs. the door, the fence was down. So it, was, it uh, took us a couple days. But my neighbor pitched in. And so we got that patched. And then we got... Enough stuff to patch the the next section that looks like it's about to come down, so that if we do have another windstorm, we don't lose more fence. Did you just add bracing to it? Because the replace posts, the posts. Also, the posts were bad and those snapped them right off. Yeah, that's what happened. That's what happened to the red fence over here. The posts just snapped. Yeah, yeah. So they just replaced the posts and used the. Reason did you guys stuff. use steel, steel posts, or did you just go with the wood? Wood, but we we tarred them. Yeah, so we put tar on them, and which helps. Yeah, we had a while. bunch of neighborhood boys come over and help too. That Helped was nice. Dig it out. Yeah, the the neighbors there. next to the, our neighbors, their fencing all went yeah, down. So too. I got post hole diggers if you ever need them. <laughs> I talked about that. So three houses worth of fences were it's down. So the dogs were just. <laughs> at least they were just friendly to, to each hi. other. Yeah. Sitting on the deck. At least they didn't attack each other. Yeah. No, they're fine. So then uh, the roof, of course, took a beating as it always does. Oh, yeah, because you, you always have to replace shingles. So I had a roof company come out today to take a look at it and they were actually at the neighbor's house yesterday and they, they stopped at ours cause they saw our pathetic roof <laughs> and they said, you know, we give us a chance to, to see if we can work with your insurance and get it replaced. And I said, you are more than welcome to try. And if you can get my insurance to, to do it, I'm all in. I said, I've tried before the last time we had that big windstorm. I had the, this was about two years ago. I think when we had that big windstorm, had the insurance came out and then and they denied it. And he said, "Well, the advantage we have this time is the windstorm that we just had, like made national news. Yeah, it was hurricane. They force. declared it a catastrophe. Yeah, it's like so that that's helping a lot. So we've had it. He said the last week and a half, we've worked with a lot of people and we've been able to get quite a few farmers insurance claims to go through. Uh, so they went up there and. Of course, they told me everything I already knew about missing, which is all the patch jobs yeah. and all that kind of stuff. So, so they started the claim. We should find out in the next couple of days. But he was he was fairly confident that they could get the insurance to replace it. Oh, that'd be awesome! Fingers crossed. That's that'd a surprise. Really really cool. Because nothing takes our insurance. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That would be really cool. So that would be awesome because that's a ten thousand dollar. Yeah, I mean they'll just get non renewed next year. So probably. <laughs> <laughs> We was, didn't really have any other damage, though. No. Well, the I, fence and the roof. Yeah, but you didn't but, claim the fence, right? No, no. we just yeah. fixed the fence. But you guys haven't really filed any other claims either, have you? Not house, yeah. just the car stuff. But that's the. Uh, and since we don't have any trampolines to fly away, <laughs> not sure. this time. <laughs> that no. one's gone. They've all. <laughs> so, so the the two big windstorms we've had, 
in the last few years, both of them claimed two different trampolines. Yeah. I mean, they were to be fair, they were giving warnings like Sunday and Monday to take your trampolines apart because. So if you be... didn't, then it was our own fault. It was our fault. We yeah. ran down the street running after a trampoline, hoping to catch it. <laughs> I just remember the description like last year. Well, I looked out the window and I saw a trampoline going down the street, <laughs> but that was the front window. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> and it hit our metal fence and it bent part of the metal fence. Oh, no, it broke it off. Did it break it off? One of them is broken off. Well, hurricane winds in the middle of inland Utah. That's pretty wild. We're not the only state that's had that this year. No, no. In fact, Louisiana's on like their third hurricane. Oh, dear. (laughs) If you live in... Look, if you keep trying to live in New Orleans, somewhat like they're telling you, the the, the powers <laughs> that be are telling you don't live here. Think of yeah. Why are you living below, below sea, sea level. level? You're on your third hurricane this season or third tropical storm, I guess. I so. mean, it's a cool place and everything, but come it's, on. Reminds me of Seattle that sunk twice. <laughs> kind of the same thing. Downtown Seattle. Now it's on fire. <laughs> Not everywhere has to be uh, a house. They can leave some... You, you could just well, it would just be the ocean if it, they yeah. if they let the world go the way that it is. Not, it's a cool true. vacation spot, but not necessarily to live there. No, yeah, like I want to see it, and then we can let the ocean reclaim it's it. So yeah. beautiful. So some of it, others are just some of it. There's the parts I went to. There's parts of New Orleans that are yeah, they're like any other really dirty old city. <laughs> <laughs> they're not that beautiful. Yeah, you just don't look at those parts no. when you're there visiting. <laughs> you stop halfway down Bourbon Street. <laughs> <laughs> don't go to the far end. Unless you want to get shivved, but uh, so what the heck? Ha ha! You unplugged just, yourself. I just well, I I <laughs> like I I just turned it and it like turned off, so I gotta stop touching my headset. There. Quit playing with your stuff. No touching. Uh, no touching. So a uh, few things, couple of events going on. Hey, thanks for the little touchy ball. Yeah, the stress ball. Um, Brie put this on here, I think, the Martha Hughes Cannon. Oh, yeah, because we've talked about oh, it yeah. like five majillion times. So since they can't put it up in D.C., they put it up in our capital for a while, which is really cool. Because what else are you going to do with a big, giant statue you had made? <laughs> yeah. It's, it's really cool. It's very pretty. Yeah. So that'll make its way to D.C. at some point. <laughs> but since COVID, there's really no... So they did a big ceremony uh, yesterday, right? Um Monday, yeah, Monday yesterday. Also, the uh, Best of Utah, the city weekly voting for Best of Utah, uh, is running right now. There's a link on our Facebook. Uh, you can also just go to cityweekly.net uh, and vote. Um, you should do that because it helps provide us content. I can't believe so, it's right. been another year. I know. I know. It's already it went September. By fast, didn't we it? never got our plaque from last year because wow. of the COVID. Yeah, yeah, COVID ruined it all. Because the but issue will come out in like what January, February time frame. Yeah. I don't know. Why don't you look at the one that's right there? And isn't there one right there? Uh, no. Yes, I can see them. So we have our one plaque hanging here, but the second one we never got because because COVID hit. And COVID hit, and I don't I don't know what happened. Does it have a date? No date. Thirty years. <laughs> Why don't you look at the one underneath it and see if that one has a date? No, it's got hair. It's got hair. Hand them to me. Look, there's going to be a date. You keep going. Don't and they I'll come out like in date. April? Gimme. Uh, March. Hand them That's to me. That's what I'm trying to ascertain. Oh my gosh, now I have to give them to Brie. Thank you. We're going to move on. <laughs> we're going to move on, and then we're going to come back to this awkwardly. Um, no, I'll just interject, and you can just keep talking. Yeah, well, seems like a scam. You're a scam. Um, hey, uh, 
<laughs> Dude, if you want entertainment, just go read the Our Divorce uh, Facebook page. <laughs> the OurDivorce.com Facebook page. That poor guy. <laughs> Was he getting lambasted? Dude, there's great, there's great comments there. It's, you know, never read the comments. So I saw one today. Uh, from someone that said it was a scam. Do not do this. It's a scam. It's a scam. And the like explosion emoticons and, um, it is not a scam, guys. It's a real website. It's a real person. Um, with real lawyers that they've talked to and real feelings. Be nice. Yeah. <laughs> We've talked to them. It's, it's really not a scam. Look, uh, uh, they, they, they are charging you to provide you basically with all the forms filled out to, have a cheap divorce versus a twelve thousand or thirteen thousand dollar divorce, which is basically what the cost is right now. And what are the packages? Four hundred, five hundred, something like right that. Right now, it's one ninety nine. Oh, because of their opening. Yeah, they're month. gonna they're gonna slowly creep up. But for now, this month, now that they're live, um, you can get a divorce for one hundred ninety nine dollars, basically. And why do you guys know this exactly? Well, we interviewed so him. We had this guy Tom Tom Milligan. Is that his name? Milligan Milliman Milligan Milligan. 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 He's uh, actually, like a mulligan, but He's not. actually friends with John. Yeah, he's Hughes. a good friends with John Hughes. Friend John. Oh, um, oh, okay. Uh, well, we had him on the show, and he, like, he was telling us the story. They, uh, he was getting a divorce from his second wife, and it was, you know, it was kind of amicable, but he was like, I'm just, I just want to get this done. Like, I'm, I want to come up with a plan. And he basically, his, I guess his ex-wife is a project manager. And uh, she liked the fact that he came up with this, like, smooth operating plan so much. Like, they're kind of friends about it, but they still got a divorce. But he's like, I don't know why it has to be as difficult as it is for people to get divorced. Because he said his first wife, they spent, like, $20,000 or something. train wreck. Yeah, it was just brutal. And the average cost of a divorce with attorneys and court fees and everything else is around $12,000 now. And, like, usually when you get to that point where you're like, I want to get a divorce and you are ready to involve a lawyer, counseling is not, not going to fix that at that point. Like, you're you're done. Like, you're beyond the counseling point most of the time. And, and so, you know, if it's amicable and you know that it's it's okay, like, I'd rather spend two to $300 than 12000 <laughs> Like, if you're like... Yep, we already know how we're going to split everything up and just fill out the paperwork. And that's really all the stuff. I wonder why somebody thinks it's a scam. <laughs> like, it's only been open for a couple of weeks. There can't be any way that somebody has already. I don't know. I, it's, it's, I don't understand how it could be a scam. They're pretty clear. They're also pretty clear that they're not advocating for people to get divorces. Right. They're just saying if you're at that point, like. Here's another like, option. Yeah, here's an option instead of paying an attorney. Because uh, you don't have to have an attorney to get it. It's divorce. like legal zoom and all those other prepackaged. It's like when yeah. you do your own like living will or whatever. Yeah, actually, legal zoom is a really good example because concept. yeah, legal zoom has a bunch of attorneys, but it's mostly just prepackaged paperwork where you basically do. We talked to him as like TurboTax for yeah divorce for divorce Turbo divorce. You fill out a bunch of questions and go through a thing, and then it fills all your paperwork out for you. Yeah. So I don't I don't see how it's a scam. It seems like a pretty good investment to me. People pay hundred dollars a year for TurboTax, so or something. I don't but know. But then they advertise people. it as free. Yeah, because there is a free version. I file my kids' taxes on TurboTax for free every That's year. What Julian, my have used yeah. the free. Or if we just would remember to take it with us to the tax guy, he does it for free. It's not so much a remembrance as our children Getting don't get us the tax documents. Point. So. If we just sent it over, though, they would do it. <laughs> Did you find a date yet? 
No, I can't even find one online. Yeah, I want to say it's like the it's like, like January or February. It's really really at the first of the year because they usually do the party in early spring, and they were going to have it this year, and then they couldn't because yeah, COVID. COVID. Um. Anyway, so no, they had the party this year. No, this is the one that year. I went with Jess to that we got a was thing. It? Yeah. Oh, okay. So maybe that was pre-COVID, like maybe January, February time frame. Just before. It was cold because I remember I wore a coat. But then the plaques. Yeah, everything that happened after that. They didn't do the out. plaques. Well, and then we lost in Enrique uh, is, has yeah. left. and so Hopefully uh, we still will use all the content, I promise. Oh, we will. Yes. Um, I wanted to do something fun this week because um, we've talked. We took that little trip to Bear Lake uh, with these kids. That was fun. Um, that was a lot. Of, Jonathan had a blast. He was trying to figure out a way to schedule a second trip to Bear Lake mm-hmm. in a week or two. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't figured that one out yet, uh, but um, not quite. You know, we all we all live in Utah in large part. Um, we talk about this because there's so much to do. Um, yeah. And so during times of COVID, when you can't really travel far, because uh, flying to Hawaii right now means you have to be in a two-week quarantine in Hawaii. That's not very much fun. Uh, and we only have like 25 or 26 countries we're even allowed to go to right now as U.S. citizens. We're blocked from those countries. <laughs> we don't want to in here. Which don't is, come in. Which is really weird, right? Because we're used to not even having to get a visa to go places, and now we're just straight up banned from a lot of countries because our... Our COVID situation. So I thought it would be fun to go through um, a bunch of stuff that's really close to Salt Lake City. Uh, it's day trip capable. These are lists that came from uh, Only in Your State, uh, VacationIdea.com, and TheCrazyTourist.com. Um, and there are a bunch of lists that are basically fun day trips from Salt Lake, things that you can do within a day's um, summer free, summer not. Yeah, and and I think they're all within view of Salt Lake City. So there's some well, that might be a stretch. There's some in Cedar City and stuff, which yeah, but I mean can be a day two, trip. We've done it before. It's two two and a half hours. So, so. Um, so we'll start going through these. Um, you can ride the tram at Snowbird. Um, and actually, that's really. What's year round, isn't it? They yeah, run it, that year round. It's year round, but if you ride it in the winter, you have to have a lift pass, I think, to ride it. Yeah, because I think that it's for skiing. Right. Yeah. So, but uh, you can take the tram up on Snowbird. It's actually it's really cool because when you get to the top of that tram at Snowbird, you can actually see you're right on the ridge, and you can see both canyons. So you can see oh, cool. the Big Cottonwood Canyon on one side, and what, uh, I think it's American Fork Canyon on the other side. Uh, and so you can actually see, like when you get up there, where the tram drops you off, there's actually a tunnel that goes through the center of the mountain that they had built uh, to do skiing across on the other side as well. Uh, and so uh, it's really cold in the tunnel though. So even if it's like hot outside, it's yeah, like in the middle of July. The it's still tunnel. freezing in the tunnel because <laughs> it's it's like a cave and it's right. just a giant wind tunnel. Yeah, but it's a, it, the views from up there are absolutely incredible. And they, don't they have art down the tunnel? Do I remember? Um, I don't remember. I feel like when we walked in a little ways, we did, but we we didn't go through it because art or graffiti. No art. Well, yeah, like art. And some pieces. graffiti is art. <laughs> That's yeah. true. Not not graffiti. Uh, street art, different. Graffiti is garbage. Graffiti is people tagging. <laughs> no, tagging is garbage. Graffiti can be art. Oh man, now we tagging is chuck is chucking oranges at your uncle's van. <laughs> Tagging is when I slap your dad upside the head because he makes a dumb dad joke. 
Um, he never does that at home. No dad jokes at home only no. here, apparently. I do them at home. They just they don't. When? Know. No. no. He, t- he practices them at home on the dogs while you guys aren't paying attention. <laughs> just in the just in dogs the just roll their eyes. Oh. <laughs> That's why they're always asleep. Um, but really, if you get up to the top there, um, the the tram at Snowbird. There's also a lot of other things to do at Snowbird. You can make a whole activity out of it. They have their. I don't know if they're running their outdoor mountain activities or not. Uh, in the summer, um, like the coaster and the trampolines and stuff like I that. But I know the hotel's open and the resort's a really nice place to stay. Um, it's just a little way to, you know, place to get away. Um, you can go out to Antelope Island. That's I've heard thing. that's kind of dangerous. I, I mean, if you want to tease the bison and get gored. <laughs> yeah. Didn't someone get trampled like Somebody last week? Somebody died. Yeah. yeah. A runner. Well. You know, don't try stop to running. Run. Stop Look, running past the the buffalo. They're pretty right. clear when you go to like Yellowstone. Like the rangers are incredibly clear. Keep a twenty five to thirty foot distance. Don't they approach turn them. Fast. Like they look slow and lumbering. They are not. They are very fast. Uh, and uh, so there are there is buffalo out there. But uh, they're talking about this one specifically. Talking about mountain biking. Yeah, so a lot of a lot of trails out there. Um, to, to mountain bike on. There's also, um, I don't know. This one was popular. It was on all three lists. Yeah, um, it was. For, for different reasons. They're talking reasons. about some back county trails on c- county country. The, the, the trails on this other one. Hiking, horseback and riding. And Fielding Gar Historic Ranch House, which I had never heard before. Of. Um, there's also gnats. Looks like there's some <laughs> RV parking. They're here, bug. There, there are a lot of gnats. I don't know about this time of year. It's a little cold now, uh, at times. Like that cold snap probably killed most of them. And hopefully. It, do I remember, is, isn't Antelope Island a black sky? A dark sky. Dark sky. Yeah, it is designated as a dark sky park. So good place to go stargazing. Um, there's, uh, the Heber Valley Railroad, the Heber Creeper. And it the runs Heber Creeper. All year round for different things. I don't think they call it that ever anymore. The they do it Halloween. It's yeah, the Heber Creeper right now. we got to go and do that. That sounds fun. The what? I want to go and do like all of this stuff. It sounds fun. I want to <laughs> do the, um, I want to do it when they make it the Polar Express. Yeah, I want to yeah, do the yeah, Bear Lake thing, whatever that. that is. Well, <laughs> I want to, I want to do it. I want to go do it as just like an adult. So the other thing, and I'm going to, I'm going to skip forward because if you go do the Heber Creeper, you should probably just stop up in Midway too. You could make a whole time yeah. of it because they're basically the same place. Yeah, they are. They're like, like five minutes apart. I, don't I hate know it when really you skip forward apart. because I don't know where you skipped forward from. Well, I just know that Midway is on these lists. Well, I know I Midway is on this list too, but I don't remember where it's at because <laughs> I was doing two things while I'm helped with these lists. And yes, you're right. I know. Oh, Midway. It's number 16 on the square one. Yeah, there you go. Which is, uh, well, Heather, you go up to Midway, don't you? You've been up there? Yeah, I have an aunt that lives up there. Which aunt don't is Don't visit this? her often enough. Because Midway's that cool? Who, who is this? My Aunt Janet. Which one? Oh. The nice one or the mean one? <laughs> she has two Aunt Janets. <laughs> I do have two Aunt Janets. <laughs> Just like we have two Uncle Mike. And they're Mike's. both nice. But now. Uncle Wes. Uncle Wes must be pretty good because Jonathan right away was like, oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't really see them very often. I just know. Not often enough, but. But up there in Heber Valley. So you you do have the railroad, a lot of alpine skiing. I think that's where they do the cross country and shoot guns at people. Um, But they have. That's my kind of sport. Snow tubing in the winter. Um, In the summer, there's a bunch of golf courses up there. The Midway golf course is really cool, actually. Um, there's actually also the Homestead Crater, which we've talked about before, mm-hmm. which is where they, so 
inland Utah, you wouldn't think that we have a lot of scuba diving instruction, but we actually do because the Homestead Crater is a year-round indoor naturally occurring spring. It's super cool. And it's really deep, so they can do a lot of depth stuff with scuba diving. Okay, so our family's lame. Why haven't there. we been to any of these places? <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of scuba diving, you can scuba dive at Bear Lake, which I didn't realize And that. why didn't we do that? Because you don't have a scuba license. Yeah, oh, you actually have to be true. licensed. You do to have scuba. to certify to scuba dive. And we spent too much money on the boat and the jet ski and the tube. And it was the, fun, though, wasn't it? It was very it fun. It was worth the money. I it, was. Say. it was. Yeah, worth it, it was. And it then was. at the very end, when I fell off the jet ski and lost my glasses and ears. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> it was really funny, but it hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you could go down to Cedar City. Um, uh, this is only, so the Shakespeare Festival is not happening. Yeah, um, unfortunately, because of the COVIDs. Um, but they do have, I don't know I how don't know much longer. I don't know why Cedar City cares. Nobody down there wears a mask. I don't know how much longer because the college, the university is a public university. And then there's the grandpas who don't wear their masks. Um, and well, interestingly, because the, because the university is a public university, they have to abide by state regulations and state regulations say. Well, and truthfully, the kids on campus mostly wear masks. Yeah, they Like I would say them. 95% easily. It's the townies. Yeah, the townies don't. But, uh, they have um, a, a working model of the Globe Theater, which is really cool. I think it's identical in size and everything, but they're going to tear it down. Why? Because they built a new theater space, and they're and it doesn't look it. the same. No, that's, no it's, it's like all modern. It's modern. very beautiful, but it doesn't. It's not the same. Yeah, but they're going to tear down the globe. I think they need to put something else up there. So, how long um, has it been there? A long, a long time. time. That's probably why. Um, but it's it's just so cool. It's such a, a cool environment, and you should you should go see it. Uh, but it's, it's really close to Zion, Bryce Canyon, Capitol Reef. Yeah, you can go up to Brian Head, which is the, the apparently it's pretty close to the Grand Canyon's North Rim, which I didn't realize. Yeah, you can go see the Brian Head uh, burn scars from the idiot that burned yeah uh, Brian Head down. <laughs> so that year was the I think the first year that Cassie was going, and they actually used the dorms to house people when they had to evacuate. Oh, wow. So. Um. There's Ogden Valley, um, so you can actually go up Ogden Canyon, uh, and there's a whole bunch of cool stuff up there. That's where Eden's at. Um, the monastery's up there. The monastery's up there. Oh, Eden's up there? I didn't yeah. re- realize that, because Eden is actually on... One of the other ones. All of them. Yeah. No, both other ninjas. lists. Yeah. Come out ninjas. <laughs> Abbey of Our Lady of the Holy Trinity Monastery in Huntsville. That's uh, where I went when I was getting married to Don and did our engaged encounter. Oh, they make chocolates and handcrafted rosaries? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll... Don't they used to stuff. have beehives up there as well? Uh, I don't know if they do I think that the anymore. Monks, the, the monks The did. beehive winery. But I think that's but, the but monks, I don't know not if that's the nunnery. Yeah, I think that's... I'm not sure. When I was up but there I think last, it's the same area. thought that they said that they weren't there anymore doing that. Yeah, maybe they're still there, but maybe they're maybe, not. Their know. colonies all collapsed? Maybe. Like maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's Park City, uh, obviously. So, I mean, you could go stop up at Park City, even shop at the outlets or something, um, and then go up to Heber and Midway because it's kind of on the way. If you live in the Salt Lake area, if you live in the Provo area, it's not on the way. Well, and they, <laughs> they reference Sundance and on these lists, they kind of overlap, but. Yeah. Well, Sundance is, uh, Sundance, you go, like the film festival, is that what you're talking about? Or Sundance? Well, resort. the resort and both. So, so like Sundance, the resort is up, uh, American Fort Canyon. 
Or is it on the Provo other side? Canyon. Provo Canyon. So it's on, those two canyons connect. Uh, Provo Canyon is where Sundance is, and that's actually what you drive up to get to Heber on the backside or go to other places. So. Ogden does have a, a dinosaur park yeah, as well. Yeah, which they is do. Fun. And um, a fun shopping center across the street. And there's lots of hornets in those dinosaurs. Just and- beware. <laughs> <laughs> those dinosaurs won't kill you, but the hornets will. Well, and the cool thing is, like, uh, something like Ogden, you could go up there for the day. You could stay at, like, an anniversary inn that's up there. They're nice little quaint bed and breakfast type places. Um, and it's not Salt is Lake. Is anniversary it's not, inn up there? I think they have one up there. No, mm-hmm. we stayed at one up there, though, the Ala- Alaskan. Yeah. I want to say. There's a little theme. That is not a good face for what you stayed it at. It was interesting. And then there's a I place. I just didn't want to get the name wrong. <laughs> there's a place that serves the muffins up there. And when yeah, we, it's at the shopping when center. When we went up there. We wanted four muffins. And he insisted that, that we, we get six. six. He's, He's like, like, well, it's a better deal. We only want four muffins. Get the six. <laughs> it's cheaper. We're like, we want four muffins. We'll just throw two away. What the heck, man? <laughs> what am I going to do with all the stumps? You guys remember the Seinfeld? The muffin, <laughs> muffin tops. Stumps. stumps. The bags of muffin Not stumps from the Not even the homeless tops. people want the stumps. Nope. <laughs> Heather remembers. I remember. Uh, but yeah, Park City's got a lot to offer. Um, the downtown area of Park City is really cool. Um, there's the Park Silly uh, market that I think is actually still running. Um, I think it is too. There's um, the Dinosaurs in Vernal. So there's also Dinosaurs in Vernal. That's actually where Dinosaur National Monument is. Um, there's a big quarry and... I don't know. There's you can go pretend like you're digging up dinosaurs there. You can really dig up dinosaurs there. You don't just have to pretend. They take you out to the actual like active digs. Yeah, and stuff. but they know where they are. It's not like you're. I was talking. So I was talking to uh, my one of my guys in India this morning about Utah, and because he's like, "You guys aren't really close to the coast, are you? How do you get hurricane winds?" I'm like, "Just how fast they were." And I showed him where we were. He's like, "Wow, you're really far." I'm like, yeah. He's like, are you by like a coastal body of water? I'm like, nope. <laughs> and then I was showing him. He's like, he's like, I don't understand. I'm like, this is why people live here. And I started showing pictures of like Bryce and Zions and Canyonlands and Arches. And he's like, oh, you guys have a lot of movies filmed out there, don't you? <laughs> and Indiana Jones, which is which is true. We do have a lot of westerns and stuff, especially filmed out here. And we've we've actually talked about that on the show before. Um, but I bring that up because uh, Wellsville, which is up uh, by Logan, um, there's the American West Heritage Center, um, which is basically a tribute to the Old West, uh, Native Americans, pioneers, trappers, mountain men, uh, all Back that sort of future. stuff. You know, you could also, within the same kind of drive that it takes to get to Cedar City, you could go up to Fort Bridger in Wyoming on I-80. And oh. that's like a, they've maintained that Old West-style fort. Like, it still has the original, like, logs with the pointy tips and crappy log buildings inside. <laughs> and then in, 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 like, the spring and summer, like, they do school field trips there for the kids in Wyoming. And it's really a horrible experience as a child. <laughs> and then the best part is when you get to go to the gift shop and buy rock candy. Because you think that's old Or just make yeah. rock candy. That's more fun. When you're in second grade, you think rock candy is the only candy that existed in the Old West. When you're in second grade, all you think is rocks. That's what I'm going to get at the store. <laughs> yeah, or the, the, jams, ro- the rock bins with the tigers. The shiny eye. rocks, yep. Because your parents gave you two bucks for the... Gift shop, and then they're like, "Get whatever you can for two dollars." Hey, when we were—that's because—that's because when we were kids, two bucks actually got us a lot of stuff at the gift shop. Like you could get 
five, maybe six candy bars if there was a special for two bucks. Now you get like a half a candy bar. One <laughs> rock. So and then they Those give you shiny change. rocks end up in your laundry. Oh. Or in your vacuum. Yeah, in the vacuum. <laughs> that is the worst sound going up right? inside the vacuum. <laughs> or if like, so Cassie rinsed out her fish tank on the disposal side of the oh. sink the first time. And I was like, can you reach in there now and pull out every single rock? Because it's eventually going to go down because they're small. But until then, it's going to sound really, really bad. <laughs> so obviously, we talked a little bit about Bear Lake. There's tons to do there. Um, mm-hmm. We talk about it a lot because Jess basically lives in Bear Lake in the summer. Yeah. Regardless of she's saying she doesn't go up that often, she's up there at least three or four times a year. I wish we did that. What's yeah. the cave that's up there? Uh, Manitonka. 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 It's really cool. It's cold. It is cold. It is cold. In There's there. so many steps. You get a whole leg workout in there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's like a thousand foot drop or something into that cave. It's pretty crazy. It's really yeah. neat, though. It's the stairway to heaven when you go back up those stairs. <laughs> well, that's, the stairway to hell going down. That's what down. they called it. <laughs> but hell is frozen over. Because it is really <laughs> it's cold. cold. It's like below we 40 in midsummer. July? Yeah. It, it's cool, though. It was, it was really hot outside, and as soon as you went in, you're like, jacket. ooh. Yeah, they say take a jacket. If you ever go cool. to Bear Lake, yeah. I'd it's like when we went to Timpanogos, though. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. about the same. Yeah. But so. we've never been there. That's fun until you have to get until Chris screws up his leg because he can't walk apparently. The the incline is like straight up and straight down to get to the cave. I'm fine. Pretty brutal. I'm still fine. So my sister and her husband and their friends, couples. (laughs) (laughs) It was. Did you already tell us? No, not on the not on the air. We just know because it was when Hannah came over to meet to like figure out all the dog stuff. You were supposed to come over for dinner and you couldn't because. I love this story. My sister you were watching watched the, kids. the twins, yeah. You can tell it. Go ahead. But they made it all the way up. They camp overnight. They get up early and go up. And their friend, they reached the top. They were he was hiking. Up there. They were actually they were hiking, hiking to the very top. And they, he got up there and he's taking pictures and he stepped down off the landing and twisted his ankle oh, so bad. Very it took top. him like eight hours. Did eight hours to get, to get back down. That's crazy because it's like a seven to eight hour hike to get up. Yes. And down is always faster. By Unless you twist your ankle. Yeah. Or you trip and fall on your face. But, so then, like the, the cave. Even then isn't, you roll down faster than that. I was just going to say, unless you roll pretty far <laughs> and then you're good. The cave, and I don't know if they're doing tours into the cave with COVID right now or not. I haven't heard. Um, but the cave. Maybe limited? It'd have to be real limited. They already were pretty limited when we went last year. I don't know. The, they were letting a lot of people in. The tours into the cave. Um, you you basically walk straight up the cliffside. It's just like switchbacks on a really well paved tra- path, and it is it is like forty five degree inclines at spots. And the going up is fine. The coming down is what sucks because the coming down is just hard on your shins the whole way down. It's like when you're trying to walk down a hill; it is impossible, and then you start running, and then you can't stop. Yeah, and then you fall off the edge of the mountain and fall. You know, by that's by not what happened feet. to you. You just walk funny. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, uh, Bear Lake. <laughs> so lots to do there. But uh, one of the things coming from Bear Lake is the Bear River, and there's a migratory bird refuge. Um, basically, where the Bear River Delta goes into the Great Salt Lake, all of that is protected wetlands for bird refuge, which is why when they build things like a prison, people get mad. <laughs> yep. Um, but you that's know, something you could do. Let's save the birds, but let's build a prison. <laughs> well, at least the prisoners would have something pretty to look at. So, Cove Fort, which goes back to like Brigham Young days, uh, up in, uh, it's in Millard County. 
Um, that's still there. So if you don't want to go to Jim Bridger Fort, you could go to Cove Fort. Cove Fort's uh, actually well, well maintained. Yeah. yeah, and then they nice. give you those spinny toys with the wood in the middle, and then you like do this. Yeah, and it's right between uh, Beaver and Fillmore, right? Or between it's, Fillmore Beaver. It's the halfway point from here to St. George. Yeah. So the well, and the the you could stop in Fillmore and get Utah mushrooms. Actually, I don't know if you can. I don't know you if can. they can. Do they oh, sell them there? Yeah. yeah. Remember have, that? Do you have to stop. go to the mushroom farm, or do you have? Yeah, there's like, a store by the farm, like right the gift by shop. the farm. Because we went a couple years ago when we went down there right after Christmas and we, we got mushrooms, remember? No. I sent you pictures. Anyway. I think they're actually grown in the building. Yeah, they are. Yeah. So, yeah, so right there where you buy them. It's the huge building, but they've got a little storefront. Just a little gift shop type That thing. you can go in and buy them. Because they sell them all over the place. But yeah, they, there's, it's more than one building. There's like two huge yeah. warehouse style buildings that they, they grow these things in. Um, and then you could stop in Beaver and get squeaky cheese. Beaver cheese <gasps> from the creamery. creamery. Oh, yeah. it makes me so sick. I can't. While it's we're in the so car good. and I it have it. so good. Well, you Look don't at their have, ice cream then. You don't have to eat it in the car. You could just save well, it. Well, eating home. it anywhere. It or you just could makes just me eat sick, the whole especially thing in the real car. Mm, squeaky cheese is so good. You could just eat the whole thing real quick so you don't have to deal with the pain. Just <laughs> eat it all and then just. Mm. I feel like no. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's a good idea. So I love squeaky cheese. This list had Crystal Hot Springs. Actually, a couple of them did. Um, but there's there's also Lava Hot Springs that are close by. There's the ones down in Spanish. There's Lava Fork Hot area. Springs in Idaho. Utah? It's in Idaho. Yeah, so it doesn't count. There's, there's a there's meadow hot spring out in the middle of literally a meadow. And mm-hmm. it's really nice. They've got three big pools of warm water. And just mm-hmm. out in the middle of a field. Oh, there were lots of different people from different countries and stuff there. And just... Yeah, the Crystal Hot Springs is well maintained, a lot like the ones up in Idaho. Um, so, um, just a These cool. These are not the others out no. in Meadow were not maintained. No, <laughs> they're just natural but they were hot cool. springs. People, find. they were very cool. If you go up to the ones in Spanish Fork, people hike up to those and go in naked. So, <laughs> I'm super sad Thanks about for the warning. I'm super sad about Ensign Pink Peak because we hike that as our first hike every year. And this year when we went to hike it, it was during the riots and we couldn't go because there was, there a was a curfew curfew. Oh, yeah, so right. we couldn't go up there because Salt Lake was completely under curfew that weekend. Just like Walmart. They're like potential riots. I think that that's what ruined 2020 is we didn't get to go to, on our Ensign Peak hike. <laughs> that's, what ruined. That's, that's, that's what ruined. Yeah. That's what ruined Because, because <laughs> after that, everything just went downhill. Just, everything. I think it's that installment at the, the, Aquatic Center, the what is it? The the weird stage. Thing I don't know what you're talking about. The U2 concert. The big the claw, oh, claw. The U2 claw thing that showed up and then COVID hit yeah. and everything. Nobody, nobody knew what it was. That thing was there the last, last year. I thought it was a bungee jumping. No, thing. it's the from, last normal day was Friday the 13th in March, and that's when everything went downhill. There you go, mm-hmm. Friday the 13th. Isn't there another one coming? There's up always soon? two every year. Um, this one just happens to be in October, I think. Maybe this will undo mm-hmm. everything. Maybe. Or, you know, just make everything a whole lot worse. I doubt it. I doubt it. Uh, there's Goblin Valley, which we've talked about uh, many times on the show. Hoodoo Rock. Um, Goblin Valley is really cool. Um, and apparently, if you're a jerk, you can just knock stuff over and <laughs> have virtually no pre, uh, repercussions. So um, that's a cool state park you could go visit for an overnight trip. Uh, there's the Hidden Falls up in Big Cottonwood Canyon. Um, well trafficked to get up to them. They're not so hidden. <laughs> but you could get up there. There's actually a lot of waterfalls too. So like Stewart Falls, Bridal Veil Falls, you'll probably fall off of those if this year's any indicator. A lot of people have hurt themselves out there. A couple of people have died this year too. Oh, 
Oh, dear. From Stewart Falls. Because Stewart Falls is a pretty big waterfall, and people get up to the top, and then same thing. They go to lean over, and it's the it's selfie. A, you know, take a selfie, and then they fall, and you fall 200 feet. You're not going to live. So that's Stewart Falls. So probably wouldn't want to. Yeah. You could go up to Logan. Logan is a really, like, a lot of people don't think about going up to Logan, but it's, what, two-ish hours, maybe? Yeah. Uh, and there's some cool stuff in Logan. I know they have an anniversary inn. There's a lot of good restaurants up there. They have a creamery? They have a creamery. Creamery um, and Gosner's. Um, yeah. You could go to Aggie's. Uh, Aggie's ice cream. Get Aggie's ice cream, which is also good. You could go into, yeah, Gosmer's. Um, and there's, what's that other one that's up there in Logan Canyon, that other uh, dairy creamery that everyone... Is it Gosmer's that everyone trains at? Oh, no. There's one up there that everyone, like, that trains at. Everybody, that, all of the cheese people we've interviewed. Yeah. The cheese people. We've interviewed a lot of cheese people. people. Don't poo-poo our cheese people. Oh, no, I cheese love the cheese good, people. Cheese is good, and cheese people are amazing, because they make the cheese. They have risen from the cheese. Including squeaky cheese. You could go to Ew. the... <laughs> you could go up to the National History Museum, uh, which is up by the U, uh, at the at Research Park. Um, then just spend a day it's up a there. Very popular field trip. Yes, it is. There's a lot of cool stuff up there. Yeah. Uh, you could also go to the Leonardo in downtown Salt Lake. Mm, that's a cool place. I went to Body Works there. Oh, that would be neat. Um, and if you go up to the Natural History Museum, you could swing on over to Hogle Zoo. Yeah. Make a I day want to go to the that. zoo. And then you we're, could. We're going to go to the zoo. We will go to the zoo. Then you could just wave kind of to Maya and Sean because that's where they live. Yep. Yep. They, zoo lights should be up soon. Right? Really? If they're I, doing it. Uh, yeah, if they do it. But I, I bet think they, they will. will. I don't know why they wouldn't. They I think starts, they could socially distance that. starts in like November, I think. October, November, yeah. or something like that. Yeah. So I wonder if they dress the monkeys up in costumes for Halloween. They should. Give no, them they should not. They are wild animals. <laughs> if, they give, if they give the like. Leave those poor child, creatures alone. Childhood traumatizers. Give them little cups. They give those baboons in the center. They give them all I'm going to dress you up like a monkey and put you out there. To get tips. And then from the Nobody Wizard of Oz. Nobody would give you any tips. <laughs> the Wizard of Oz. Those They'd be like, what's that weird looking monkey doing over here? Giving <laughs> <laughs> me candy. Got some candy for you kids. Uh, there's the Great Salt Lake, actually. Just don't take your wieners. Because you got <laughs> Salt Lake. <laughs> Will, oh, Some people can't help it. Been there, you that. have got to remind us when oh. we take a break to show you. Bree sent it to you, the video of the Pitbull Wiener Mix. Yeah. Yes. Did I you see it? So They've already responded. It's, we couldn't decide. It's kind of ridiculous, honestly. We looked at it. We His we just could not like decide hurt. if we if we thought it was cute or not. Yeah. We just couldn't. The Wiener Pit. And I couldn't figure out if it's a girl wiener that gave birth to them. What in the world? But then at the same time... How could a girl wiener How give? How would a boy... I just don't get it. Oh, we forgot up in Park City is also the Olympic Park. Oh, yeah. I don't know what kinds of stuff they're doing up there. I'm sure they're still doing stuff because it's pretty spaced out. Yeah, and it's uh, most of it's outside. They have so. a museum up there, too. Up in Park City? Uh, up at the what museum? Olympic Park area. Oh, well, they also have the Miners Museum. Yeah, the Miner, Miners Museum's on up there. State, or on the really cool. Yeah, we went as a field trip. Didn't I go with you? No, you went with me. Do you me. remember oh, when you. they did, okay. the at uh, Halloween time, they did the haunted the house? The silver mine? In the silver mine. That was that the best be cool. haunted house ever. I still maintain. So, Asylum 49 is the best. And we might need to do, like, a haunted house roundup this year. I think that would be a fun episode. Yeah. Asylum 49 today is, I think, the best, just because of all the history with that building. But the silver mine is probably one of the best haunts I've ever been in, because they took you underground into the mine. And, like... 
normally like a haunted house, like you can just run out and just go all the way through and get to the end and run out. There's no running out of the mine. So when the chainsaw guy comes at you at the end, there's nowhere to go. Yeah, it's just rock <laughs> on the sides. Like you have to wear a helmet under there. Like there's no getting out. So it That's is terrifying. Positively terrifying. If you go in there, there's no coming out. I, I wish they still did that. How do you get down to the mine? The elevator. elevator. They take you down in the okay. elevator. Because when elevator. I went. And one in Poland. It was the longest, darkest, uh-huh. it's a tiniest long elevator shit. Like, like freight I style think, yeah, elevator. I think it's like that. Yeah. Okay. And it's just like rock on the side. There's not, it's not an enclosed elevator. Yeah. yeah. It's just a mine elevator. Okay. I, I was telling that my, would be scary enough for me. I was telling my friend about the history about Silent 49. He's like, nah, uh. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, huh? Yep. We've been there. We've talked to those people. In fact, my memory just came up the other day because they're getting ready where we oh, took the yeah. picture out in front of it. Was that three years ago? Uh, I'm not sure. No, it was just two. two, It was just two years ago, I think. So there's one other on here too, which is Fish Lake uh, National Forest. Isn't that where Pando is? I can't remember. I think Uh, it is. I don't remember. I think Pando's in Fish Lake. There's actually more than one. More than one what? Well, you said there's one more on here. Well, there's another forest, I think. Well, Um, oh, I don't know. But we we talked about pretty much everything. Well, did we we I know we talked about Snowbird, but we didn't talk about Solitude, and that's up the canyon too, which has a bunch of stuff. And then, what's Gobbler's Knob? Gobbler's Knob. <laughs> it's in Goblin Valley, I think, isn't it? Oh, uh, haven't okay. you seen Groundhog Day? <laughs> that's the city. So I don't rewatch movies fifty times like you do, and so I don't memorize their work. Well, I shouldn't say that. There are some you don't movies. have to with that one. They just replay it for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't. Uh, no, that's I don't. The town. That. That's the town. Is Gobbler's Knob. Uh, yeah, no. but uh, I think I've seen it once. So yeah, so. I was right. I was right. Pando is in Fish Lake. In Fish Lake. So, um, but they talk about Mirror the Lake Foundation. here too. Uh, it's it's basically one tree. It's an entire forest. It's one organism. It's oh, the largest yes. living organism. Uh, but it's dying. So. Yes, but it's dying now. And then Mirror Lake. Yeah, Mirror Lake's really cool. Um, and there's just lots of stuff like that that you can go drive around and see. The in salt a day. flats. Yeah. No. Did I skip the salt flats? Because they're on you the did, list. did, yeah. And the, they're on all three lists, I think. So uh, It's but, really cool once you get there, but it is a long drive. When we, when we went, it took us about two and a half hours to get there. Mm-hmm. And then when we got there, we were there for about 30 minutes and then we left. Because well, what is there to look at? Not because your mom didn't want to stay. And Why it did is, we have to leave? It's like looking at... Because you didn't at, bring the food. It's like looking we at... We were hungry. It's like looking at snow. It's so blinding that you're just like, I can't even look at it anymore. That's what so, sunglasses are for, Jonathan. But it's, it's so flat. It's such a cool... Like, there's not really another place on Earth quite like it. Uh, and the, the stuff that you can see when you go out there... Like, the flats themselves are cool. There's the Bonneville Speedway that you could drive out to, which is basically Wendover, so just stop on your way to Wendover, drive earlier than midnight. Which is where we went. That's yeah. where we stopped. And that yeah. is basically Wendover, so you could have taken them into Wendover and shown them what a seedy Nevada town looked like. And please don't drive. I think I'll wait till they're a little older. <laughs> don't drive <laughs> on the salt flats. Yeah, please yeah, don't. Yeah, don't drive out on the salt don't flats, ruin dummy. Them. So many people. And uh, so there's that rest stop that's right there by the, the speedway, basically. But there's also, on the way out there, the spiral jetty mm-hmm. is on the salt flats. That weird there's tree that, thing. The weird tree yes. art formation that we've talked about With before. The sport balls on it. It looks like yeah. tennis balls. Or- yeah. That's a weird art yeah. piece that just got commissioned and put up there for yeah. some reason. It's because nobody wanted to look at it. So it's up <laughs> They're like, let's nowhere. just put it out here. That's so, right here people will drive by and go, what the heck is that? I didn't that? realize the jetty was out that way. I thought it was 
Yeah, North. It's, no, it's on the it's on oh, the way out well, there. Well, darn, I missed that. You have to go back out. So. No, no, please. <laughs> unless well, maybe that? your mom and dad will just go and get away from you. <laughs> That's a fun car ride. Unless you want to br- unless you want to bring food. Then no, I, well, I brought food. Okay, you, you went, brought cheese sticks. You could have went to Wendover and got. We were, like, uh, apparently, King. as much as you like cheese, you're very picky yes. about the kind of I'm cheese. I'm very that picky you about like. the cheese I like. <laughs> and so you don't it. really like cheese. All, you just like some cheese. All cheese is good. You can't deny it. I'm the, with you. There the, are a few. The chemicals in cheese. Have you had triggered your brain and like? Oh, you Roquefort. like? <laughs> have you had Roquefort? Me or him? Ick. Jonathan. Huh? Have you no. had Roquefort? No. I'm I don't like the bad. stinky cheese. We'll get you some stinky blue cheese, like some Limburger. My cheese. I think it's I've had stinky. that cheese. <laughs> Which is the one? What's the cheese that's made from like, the, like the monks made it with like the sweat of their armpits? That's Ew. disgusting. I've had that cheese and it was actually really good. So, is that a real thing? Yeah. It's a real thing. Yeah, I just don't remember. People good. make beer from beard yeast, so... My cheese is so stinky. A skunk comes into my room at night and poops on my face. <laughs> stinky Human Cheese Project. Yep. Uh, it's a Studio C, by the way, so don't I'd judge gonna, me. I'd ha- I'll have to look this up, Hannah. Now I'm intrigued by armpit cheese. Yeah, armpit it's cheese. actually really... It was surprisingly good. I know it sounds disgusting. Where did you have this? School. My my agricultural teacher oh. gave it to us. Oh, I thought in French class. <laughs> <laughs> no, they would have because given her French has cheese. nasty cheese. No. French has the stinky cheese. They That's also why have doing the brie cheese and creme fraiche and mascarpone and Jonathan cheese. No, 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 no. Wait, sorry, that's apples. My bad. French no, apples. Uh, so Utah just, uh, we'll use this as our transition because I'm a pro. I like how you just told everybody. Yeah. Utah, Utah is no longer recommending that schools allow students who have been exposed to COVID come to class. Um, so they've, uh, kind of modified what their quarantine looks like. Um, so they, they, they don't want kids coming back to class if they've been exposed anymore. Like at all or? 14 day of quarantine. They want them to quarantine for two weeks. I've had a couple kids in some of my classes have to do that. Jonathan yeah. almost had to. Yep. Almost our whole football team at Riverton High School has had to quarantine along with the cheerleading team <laughs> and a couple other things like everybody, like all the sports and stuff have to quarantine. Well, the reason I was saying we were going to transition is that's the reason Bree had this idea uh, to have the Gates clan on is, um, you know, Heather works in a school. Jonathan and Heather go. Jonathan, Jonathan, and, Jonathan Hannah. and Hannah. Well, and it's go their first year in the schools that they're going to respectively. School, is right? that right? No, Hannah's or, been at her. Yeah, Hannah's a junior. Okay. So yeah. But Jonathan, this is your first year this in junior high, year. and you had to go under weird circumstances. Yeah. So, so anyway, you guys are both in Riverton School District, right? And Heather, what or school Jordan district? Jordan District. But we're all in the same district. Oh, you're in Jordan District. Yeah. She's fine, Jeremy. I can hear her. I can she's hear myself up. pretty well. Okay. Yeah, she's good. Okay. I don't have to kiss the microphone, right? <laughs> I mean, if you want to. You I can, do, because this is always mine, but... If your lips are touching it, you're doing it right. But I, I want to... I don't know who else's lips But this is mine, so... This is mine. I, wanna I can do whatever I want. I want to start just by getting to know you guys, because our audience doesn't know you other than what Jeremy says about you on the podcast. Oh, which is nothing. <laughs> nothing. That's true. Ever. He doesn't talk about it. Uh, no. Uh, he talks about the bees. I was, he yet. actually probably talks about Maya and Julia the most, because he's always <laughs> telling us some weird catastrophe. Yeah, so there's always something with them. They are, they are usually the ones involved in, in trouble, trouble, wrecking the cars 
doing stupid things. Leaving their trash in our house. Yeah. We're just the fun, quiet ones. Coming back from college and eating all <laughs> no the trouble. food. And oh. then they say, we don't live here. We can eat your food. Ruining our lives and eating all our steaks. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> There's some movie references in there. Yeah. We'll see if anybody gets them. <laughs> Sorry, Brie. Well, they will. Any one of the, any fan of this show. Sorry, Brie. Knows the, Brie. the distinct Napoleon Dynamite references. I just assume if if you start talking weirdly, it's either Nacho Libre or Napoleon. So the first question is, um, what month were each of you born in? March. I was born in. Mom, this is... I went first. I'm the oldest. Yeah. <laughs> so March. Hold well, on. That's what. Hey, by um, the way, I'm not the oldest one in the room tonight. June. Uh. So summer loving. Okay, <laughs> Hannah. In March. Yeah. So also March. June. The day yeah, before born, my mom. Yeah, they were born right next to each yeah. other. Remember when the I apart, got right. the balloons? They got to share because they're that's both right. ages. That's right. Yeah. Celebrating conception Best with another one. Ever? I'm January. January. So April. April. Spring. Spring so baby. We just try to identify when conception occurs <laughs> okay. for our guests. It makes people really it, uncomfortable. It's so yeah. weird how fast they can figure it out too. Because I have to count me. backwards. Yeah, so it does make people uncomfortable, which is the the right way to start a conversation with the guests. Am I red? You them, yeah. I think you, <laughs> you get them straight into that spot of like, when did mom and dad? No. Have <laughs> <laughs> At least your mouth looks normal now. Yeah, I had some dental work. So. <laughs> so was it all numb? At dinner time, she just this except half. for that nobody could, nobody would be able to look, see her, so nobody would. Yeah, thanks, like thanks for pointing that out. Take some pictures. <laughs> Take some pictures. Post them on the website. Um, so uh, I know Hannah and Jonathan. You guys grew up here. Heather, did you grow up in Salt Lake City area? Yeah, I did. Uh, your parents don't live here anymore, though, do they? They live down south. They don't. No. But they're still in Utah, right? They're still in Utah. Yeah. So, um, why did you stay here? I mean, Jeremy was probably part of it. At yeah, because I married the man of my dreams, and <laughs> we just. Oh, that is who's not, he? I know, right? Let me tell you, the way you just <laughs> do you, said do that you is keep not. Him, do you keep him in a different house? <laughs> he may not yeah. talk about me, but because I married the man of my dreams. <laughs> and Dang it! This is where we get to I tease Jeremy. I said all dreams, not nightmares. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nightmares are dreams too, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Our divorce now or our divorce.com. We talk about moving and leaving, but if you're gonna get a divorce, haven't. do it now. Yeah, I, you know, please I, don't. We all, we no, all I'm love talking Utah. about them. I'm just talking to, to I everybody. do, I do love Utah. Uh, there's just we just got done talking about all the amazing stuff in Utah, and that even isn't all the amazing stuff, that's just the stuff that was on those lists. No. But what about you, Hannah and Jonathan? Because kids don't always love where they grow up. Like, our girls are both like, we want to get out of the state. I like it because we have such great friends who live here, but uh, Bear Lake is probably number one. <laughs> um, and I've lived here my whole life, and all of my friends live here, so if I were to move, I wouldn't know anybody, and I like my school. I mean, some parts of it are not so fun, but... But that's everywhere. Yeah. What about you, Hannah? Living here is fine. Um, went to Arizona to see a couple friends, and Arizona is absolutely amazing. So did you go to Arizona in July? Yes, we did. It was actually really, it was really fun. Our friends that we stayed at had a pool and we swam. Let me tell you, everyone in Arizona has a pool. Well, I know that (laughs) flying in and there's a really count. And they're not above ground pools in Arizona. (laughs) Not like trash pools. But there's literally no traffic like any time. They actually just scheduled their streets to actually work properly. Yeah. Yeah. I've talked about it before. They, they're, 
planning, their Department of Transportation planning for their roads is fantastic. Like coming from the airport, there's no traffic. You don't have to wait for like 45 minutes to get out of the airport. That's because there's no sucky Utah drivers there. That, that too. They have yeah. sucky Arizona drivers. I but not as bad. Either, and but... Their roads are really wide. Like but There's no two lane roads unless it's going into a neighborhood. But Brighton, off- Brighton, Julia's boyfriend, who grew up in North Carolina, he gets some road rage because Utah drivers are just that crappy. Yeah, but there's, I mean, they're everywhere and you're just going to complain about yeah. them everywhere. So everyone thinks they have the but worst. Yeah. Li- living here is fine. I don't mind. You like your school? Yeah. School's good. I like my friends. But you're not like, I'm getting out of this state as soon as I can. I, That's what my kids do. I want to travel before college or after college, but. I really don't mind staying here. I'd recommend after college. Yeah. Taking it's a hard break to... is really hard to get back. So. Yeah. I I would move to California because Disneyland. Don't go now. Yeah. Not now, of course. Because Disneyland. California is orange right now. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's talk a little bit about your, about your experience with school during COVID because, um, you know, it's different in every state. I feel like Utah has been probably, we're a lot like the South. We just kind of do whatever we want. There's some restrictions and some rules, but I'm kind of curious, you know, because I don't have kids in high school anymore, and Sean in college is basically completely online at this point, but you guys are both physically attending school. Yeah. Um, for now. Yeah, for now. <laughs> we'll see I, how long that lasts. I thought it's it would called be Labor Day, day but yeah. it's past that Labor Day. That ship has so. sailed. So how, how is it now? Are you you're, you're required to wear a mask all day? So we are, but a lot of kids don't. Which they, bugs the crap out of me. If you're not going to wear a mask at school, why even bother? Bringing one. Bringing one or, or coming to school and risking everybody else that has other things they do. They're, those kids are really inconsiderate and it bugs the crap and of course me. it's the like in my school it's all the ninth graders who don't give a crap and they're like i'm gonna be out of here in a, in half a year but we have hall monitors in our school and they're like put your mask back on so then they do and then as soon as they pass they just go whoosh, right back down because so are they other kids or are they adults or so all, all the teachers and staff are required to wear masks but most of the time it's the first week of school was good because everybody was like, oh, I don't want to upset the teachers. But now that it's comfortable, like comfortably into the year, people are like, I don't give a crap. And they just, and it's really annoying because you don't wear a mask to protect yourself. You wear it to protect other people. And in classrooms in particular, are, is everyone wearing a mask in classroom? In, are you close to each other? In our classrooms, there's really no, oh, there's not a whole lot of social distancing just because of... The amount of kids that are still yeah, coming to 40 school. 40 people in one classroom. Yeah. It's hard yeah. To distance. We do have like two people to a desk. If it's like exactly. a three person desk, we do do that. But most of the teachers are like, if you're tired of your mask, just go ahead and take it off. They say that? Yeah. What? No. No. Lots of my teachers do that. They're like, you're adults. You can handle it. And what? we're like, but yeah, not- you treat us like children. So which, are, which one are we? Adults or kids? And so half the people where they're masked below their nose and then I'm over there in the corner and I'm like, I really want to go and hang out with people. So I'm just going to keep my mask on this entire time and hope that I don't and get sick. One of my teachers is very strict. I mean, they're all kind of strict about the masks, but one of them in particular is like, if you even have a little like gap in the mask, you can't wear it tomorrow. You have to have a mask that covers your entire face. And then he's like, and if you have goggles, wear them. Which COVID can get into your eyes. I don't know what goggles will do. I know, but, and then, 
Like, if you ever swam with goggles, water leaks into them sometimes. So even if you do I wear goggles. I feel like goggles, that would be so uncomfortable all day long. It would. And then he was wearing, like, those swimming goggles. <laughs> he was I, like this. I would totally, I would totally go to school if I'm in this era. I would go to school wearing the most ridiculous, like, mask and goggles. Like a full-on yeah. snorkel oh, yeah. mask. Oh, yeah. You, the you guy betcha. on the airplane last night. Oh, yeah. Was completely covered head to toe. Gloves. Ski mask. We were goggles. We were in Cedar City moving cash. Hat. And we went to Walmart and there was a dude wearing like a werewolf mask. <laughs> he <laughs> had a mood. <laughs> okay, so Cassie said a lot of a lot of people. The problem with Halloween masks though is they don't they're not really have stopping masks. and dropping. They, they, have, they have air they have holes. Air yeah, so. <laughs> so what I want to do is I'm gonna be a plague doctor for Halloween. So I wanna wear my mask, like just a normal mask that you would wear to the store and then i want to put my plague doctor mask over it because and for those that don't know can you describe the plague doctor mask so it almost looks like a bird beak because so with the bubonic plague the doctors would wear these big masks and put posies in it because they thought that uh the smell would get it would keep the the smell would keep away the the bubonic plague. plague and ring around the roses is all about the bubonic plague yeah about people dying. Yep. Yeah. yeah ashes, burned. ashes, we all fell down is yep. all about the dead Because they did mass graves. Yeah. And plague doctors didn't even have medical experience. They're like, you, go count bodies. Yeah. Because the thing is, they would go and they're like, you have the bubonic plague. You're going to die soon. Well, no, duh. You can usually tell there's black I know, but the thing is, they would, they would just say it and then they wouldn't like treat. They would just go, oh, you got it. There really wasn't any way to treat it though. That's true. Cause no. I didn't know. And they got rid of all the cats that killed all the rats, but the rats were the ones transmitting all the diseases. Yeah. Well, it's not unlike, like when you think about the worst that COVID-19 had, like China hid and probably continues to hide tons of stuff. Like there's, there's really no doubt in my mind about that. But Italy was the first industrialized country to really get hit with COVID. And they got hit early, like January, February, before medical people knew how to treat it. That was the whole argument to flatten the curve and make everyone stay home and and in school prematurely uh, and and keep the population away from each other is to try and basically give medical institutions enough time to figure out how to deal with this thing and how to fight it. But what you saw in Italy in like January, February, March is hospitals completely overrun. Is, is not enough medical personnel to take care of the people and people literally in hallways, mass graves, because they just couldn't, they couldn't take care of them. They and didn't know how to fix it. Our aunt Gina, she works in the hospital and she told us in Utah, there are 300 people who can run the COVID test. So that's why it takes like two weeks to do it is because there's only 300 people for how many live in Utah? A lot. For about three million. Yeah. But the thing is, they can send those tests out of state too. Yeah. So, but. Well, and Sean's been tested 10 times. So, you know, she's, <laughs> she's like Poor three girl. million and 10. Well, and now the U is starting to switch over to saliva tests because they're becoming a little bit more reliable. Which is faster. Um, they're also, fif- there's also 15 minute tests now where they can turn oh, your really? results around. Quick yeah, I tell you. So they do the, the rapid test kind of like a rapid strep. And then, of course, they send in a sample, a real sample afterwards. But the trouble is, so I guess, I guess I'm, I guess I see this as a frustration and I don't know, maybe this is a Heather question because she has to deal with the adults and stuff, but, um, the state has not mandated certain things, but schools are saying you have to do this because they're state run organizations, which require it. So all the staff have to 
by law, I believe. But then you've got kids running around that are and aren't and probably are being snippy and not. And parents probably complaining about this and that. And you had been telling me some stories a few weeks ago as school was starting that, unfortunately, parents weren't as prepared as you'd hoped. Yes. And so as as someone working in the school, has that calmed down? Okay. So talk about as as things ramped up and what you tried to prepare for and then kind of what happened was parents kind of messed up everything you prepared for and then kind of what it's like now that you're a couple weeks in So school. the parents would bring their students to school. You mean kids? They're, they're kids. Yes. So, These students. students. She just calls them all students. And the students were wearing masks, but the parents weren't. Because... <laughs> Rules don't apply. I don't that. understand how you can be an example. You have to wear your mask all day in class, but I'm not going to wear it when, when I'm taking you to school. Well, and you work, weird. and in particular, you work in an elementary school. I work in an elementary school in the front office, and um, I really feel like the kids are doing well. They wear Good. them. We have had less and less complaints from parents. I think they are realizing that the students will wear them. So, do you get a lot of mask swapping from the young kids? <laughs> I haven't heard of any stories of swapping. We have some that will break, and so we have extras in the office. They'll come switch them out. And are you finding most kids have their own masks, or are they mostly wearing? Most their... of them have them. I have had a couple students come in, and their masks are so worn and dirty that <laughs> oh. I don't know if it's helping any, but. We switch them out. And in my school, a lot of people just have those crappy disposable ones. When I want everything crappy. (laughs) But they they work. They work. But I got those cool Haunted Mansion Jack Skellington masks, and everybody's just got the disposable ones. And I'm like, you're going to be wearing these for a while. Why don't you get a mask that you like? Because they have to wash them. Yeah, and some people can't afford them. I mean, that's... you gotta you got to understand that part is some people can't afford them, and those medical ones are the only ones they can get. That's true. That's that's fair. Well, and I mean... I guess you got to think of it this way is like it, you can use it as an expression of your personality and the things that you like to do. Yeah, and schools haven't imposed mask dress code yet. <laughs> so in the private schools they have. So, uh, I know in the district, in the diocese, they actually have masks to go with your uniform. Are they the same plaid? What a shocker. No. <laughs> I think that they just have to be like black, yeah. navy blue. You have to buy, they have to have the logo so they can charge you $20. I bet bucks I, mask. it would not surprise me. It's, it would not surprise so But it, because it's a private school, they can mandate all that. But they're also doing split days. So they're doing um, this alphabet goes on this day and this stays home and then that and then they flip. And then I'm not, sh- I'm not sure exactly how they do it. So they have Probably days where they're doing online learning. learning and then days when they're doing in school learning. So I don't know if that would be better. Huh? More confusing. I don't know. The students are still in the school. Yeah. There's just fewer of them because they're half and half at a time. Yes. Yeah. Which so. helps you be able to social distance kids, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Do, do you have a lot of desk sharing in elementary school these days? Um, the kindergartners or the younger grades would share, but they the now have dividers, them. plexiglass dividers, or um, two students instead of four students. Yeah. Um, they don't, they've kind of lost their rug time where they would come and listen to stories and do their instruction at the, That's some at of the, the floor. So they can't do that. And yeah, the, I know some of the teachers are really heartbroken about that, but that's why they're kindergarten. They're figuring them out. It's like the easiest. 
Yeah. I remember the I remember the carpets in kindergarten and the kid next to me had his booger collection. Ew, what is wrong with <laughs> you? How do you remember that? Who remembers kindergarten that way? I do. I, I remember tra- some of kindergarten. I was traumatized by this kid's booger Can, collection. Let me tell you, you tell you a story about boogers <laughs> in oh. grade school. So I think I was in <laughs> first grade. This'll be good. Um and I, I rode the bus to school and um my best friend I don't remember his name. I remember <laughs> he had Legos and I went to his house one time. Um, but Did you not have Legos? I bet him. I was poor as shit. I didn't have anything. Uh, but I bet him. Uh, I bet him that I could make him throw up on the bus, and he's like, "No, you can't." So I dig into my nose and pull out this big old huge booger, and he threw up. And we were because we're we're little. We're like sitting basically like right behind the bus driver. Oh. <laughs> and so the bus driver knew what happened. And my punishment, because this is back in like the, the 80s, and my punishment was I had to help him clean the bus. Oh. I helped him clean the bus. That's puke. a good punishment. Yeah. Like it wasn't, there wasn't like a detention. As you should have. But yeah, like. Young car detailer. So yeah, boogers. <laughs> it was, I did not, I don't know if I really expected him to throw up. Um. <laughs> Or I was just being, you know, I was just being a boy, like a first grade boy. That's just what you do. But yeah, I've so. never detailed the car that big before. That <laughs> yeah, I didn't have to detail it. I just had to clean it. Just clean it. Did you get to bring in a hose? Oh, a no. power washer? No, 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 no. There's no sanitizing in there. Just, no. just, just so wipe it off. There was a TikTok the this other is day 1980s. of a, of a 2021 <laughs> bus, and he took it as a brand new one, and it had seatbelts. Oh, wow. wow. It's only taken us how many years to put seatbelts? He was like, he was like, I want to put kids in a, in a massive car. You don't need seatbelts. But when it's just three in a car. Hey, you so you know, belts. you know how buses all have the two lines, yeah. like going down the side in the same spots, no matter what bus it is? Yeah. You know why? It because indicates where your head or where your shoulders and where and your hips Where are. your hips should be. So like where your shoulder level should be and where your hips should be sitting. So if they have to extricate you, they know where they can't cut. So they don't huh. hit vital organs. Oh, yeah. It's kind of sad to think about it like kind that. Of sad. But, I guess that's smart. But that's why all buses have those lines. Hmm. Um, so anyway, back to COVID. <laughs> <laughs> um, so clearly, there's there's frustration because not all the kids are following the rules. But did everyone expect that? No. I, mean, I think they expected a lot more students not following, especially younger ones mm-hmm. sharing. And I don't think there's really any of that. I wonder if parents are having those conversations with their kids at home too. Like you can't. Or I bet the mask. smart ones are. But I think, I think inherently, like my kids were well, not Cassie as much, but like Sean was terrified to do anything that the teacher didn't want her to do. So like in, in their school, you couldn't wear your Halloween costume to school. You had to take it with you. And so there would be some parts where I'm like, just put it under your shirt. No. And she would be like, no, I can't. I'm not yeah. supposed to wear it to school. And I'm like, but if your shirt is buttoned over the top of it and but- your jumper's over it. But she's like, no, 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 I can't. And so I'm wondering if there's still little kids that are just like, no, my teacher tells me that I put yes. my mask on. So I put my mask on where like Jonathan and Hannah are talking about older kids that are like, like middle school. They're like, no, I'm not doing, what you know, says. screw the teacher. I don't want to do that. I'm, yeah. I'm a rule breaker and I'm, you know, and I think they're so cool. I think yeah. for the majority, the younger elementary age students are I'm going to follow the rule I don't want to get in trouble I don't want attention when I most was, of them are like that there are a few that are. yeah when I was younger I was kind of like her I was I didn't want to get in trouble because I thought my I kind of feel like you're still that way a little all my like teacher, you want to 
You're good All kid. my teachers were very nice, but I thought they were going to be like... Oh, yeah. No, their teachers were just fine. And I think that they probably never would have cared if you couldn't see under... You know? Yeah. Because the whole point of the uniform is just so that everybody looks uniform. And if everybody you look was. uniform, I think it would have been fine. But she wouldn't, she wouldn't ever do it. Cassie was more apt to like be willing to trust me that she wouldn't get in trouble for something. But I think that might be the case. And maybe I don't see this changing in the near future. And I feel like going on, we will be more like um, some of the Asian countries like China and Japan, where they just wear masks around. Um, I've personally noticed like, not that I got sick a ton before, but I have not knock on wood. I have not caught, any kind of anything because when I'm out in public, I'm washing my hands and I've got a face mask on. So even if I do touch my face, it's like the outside of the mask and my hands are usually clean. So I, I just wonder if it'll just kind of help anyway. Well, so my, my bigger question is this, cause we're back over 500 rolling uh, average now of cases per day. In the I think that was the Labor Day holiday. Um, so we were at 562, um, I think today, I think those were yesterday's numbers though, but that puts us over that 500 rolling average, which is kind of a point that we didn't want to be at. Um, do we think that's going to continue to climb, uh, especially with... And are the masks helping to keep that number low? Yeah, I don't Are know. our cases still growing even with wearing a mask? Both of these two kids got sick the first week of school. We wash our hands every time we walk in the door. We we don't, we don't know, stick our fingers in our mouth ever. We don't know if it we was COVID, mask. but it, it could have no, no. been. Mine was just a head cold. Head cold. They yeah. never had fevers. I still send them to school. I would have before, too. Yeah, well, I think if that's, they're, the, that's I mean, the you difference. know the difference as a parent, whether or not it's... Something serious. Something serious. Or, but that's that's one of the that's one of the questions that people have, too, like... You know, we're heading right into flu season real hard. Mm -hmm. And we had a really long late flu season last year, which is part of why the whole, the whole COVID thing was kind of difficult. Um, so what happens if this is a particularly bad flu season? So what last year, I probably midway through the year, I got the flu and I was out for two weeks. Yeah, but didn't you get tested? I think your dad's a Jew. So if it tested influenza. But they weren't testing for COVID then. Yeah. But But if it tested positive for influenza, then it probably wasn't COVID because it was probably influenza. So, um, so. so It does make me wonder though, because of the length of time that he had fever and. Yeah, because you're not usually sick for two weeks with. No, and fever lasting more than. A few days. Six days. And was, how how high was the temperature? Like, like 103, 102. So like high, you high couldn't fevers. get up to brain damage levels, though. <laughs> Not quite. Not so <laughs> with COVID already happening, and then we going into flu season, we have this one sickness going on, and then we get into flu season, and then so if this percent of people are sick from the COVID, and then this many people get sick from the flu... How long are we going to be in school until that happens? Well, one of my questions with with the flu season and, and just with kids in general, so like you said, they go back to school, they're almost immediately sick from something. How much of that is the isolation and quarantining we did for the entire summer? Now, I know not all kids did it, but generically speaking, I think kids and families in general did a lot less 
around a lot more people. Um, meaning, you know, there was no, there's no Comic Con. There, there haven't been any big conventions. No people concerts. haven't been traveling. So your time in air, airports are like airports and airplanes in particular are breeding grounds for passing illnesses around. Yeah. Um, no concerts yet. Um, you know, state fair is, is what it is, but there's like, None of the normal type of big events that go on went on. And so, so kind of going back to school is your first big event. Well, and going back to school is your first exposure to illness. Any, yeah. Any kind of illness. But, and that's a trend at our house. It's not the first year that we no, got sick at the beginning normal. of the school year. Every year. Yeah. The yeah. first mm-hmm. couple weeks of school, somebody comes home. Regardless sick. of the precautions we take. And I, I, I wonder, like, cause, you know, Hannah, you talked about, um, you know, the, the football team and the cheerleading squad. And these are people that they might wear the mask in class. They might wear it in the halls. They might not. Who knows? But they're certainly not wearing it on the practice. Oh, field. yeah. No. And they're, they're in close contact well, with and their there's, teammates. They're not, I mean, technically they're not required to anytime. So like we go to the gym and as soon as you walk into that room, technically you're not required now. But, I there, wear but there's a the huge difference. When no, I know, but gym, I'm saying when you're exercising. But when we go to the gym, we're not next to people. No, I'm just saying when you're exercising. So when they're practicing, they are exercising, which means they're not required to wear masks. Now, I don't, you, I don't think you can run football practice in a mask efficiently. And, and I don't think you can have cheerleading practice. Well, in even a if mask. you tried, like you're throwing people around and stuff, like you're still gonna, like, you're in super gonna close be knocking contact. You're, you're yeah, really like, close and it, half of it's the, your spit. Or yeah, just it's it's any sweat. bodily fluids. Any sweat. bodily fluids, like when you speak, there's obviously there's always wa- like water out. vapor. You don't want to think about it, but <laughs> no, but, but when you when you're close to people, you if you do have it, the whole team's out because you're next they to spend everybody. a lot of time together. On our drive here, we saw football teams out practicing young kids, and they football, had masks baseball, on. Like, well, they had their helmets on. Do they need them yeah, outside? I don't know. They're coming in contact with people, though. I mean, they're... Well, and there's a certain degree where they're saying, you know, outside is is not as bad because of wind and stuff like that, but... Is that true? Well, droplets can stay in the air for a long time. Yeah, they're saying that this... the difference between this and, like, the flu is it just doesn't die as fast. So, like, Jonathan has the flu, and he... And he doesn't think about it, and he rubs his nose and touches something, probably by next class... Somebody else got it. It's dead. So I want to know why at the gym you don't have to wear it. But So in gym class, sorry, you can finish what you were saying. But movie theaters aren't opened. Well, they are. They are with distance. And in the gym... Yes, they are. So there, there, there are, there are rules in the gyms specifically. You know, at our rec center and all gyms are a little different, but essentially they have a limited capacity, so they reduce the number of people in any given room. Uh, they reduce the, uh, number of people in like a spin class, for example. They cut it in half and oh, space stuff out. So you are at a, at a much greater distance. But it's distance. weird because when I look into the spin class, I feel like they're not spaced out. And it could be people that are going together that are next to each yeah, other. I guess. Um, and- the thing about the movie theaters is, like, when me and Ty went to go see Back to the Future, we were the only ones in the theater. There was nobody yeah. else. Yeah, I think people, and I think that's just that people are not doing the things that they used to do. Um, you know, airplanes and airports are. That was like, creepy. What was your experience? Was it kind of creepy? It was kind of to creepy. be in an airport with like no one. No one. Yeah. Just Our nobody. flight was the only one in that whole hallway, the whole terminal. Uh, from American or from Delta? 
or from uh, it was in Phoenix frontier from and it was yesterday leaving Phoenix to yeah. come here. Now that's crazy because Phoenix has big terminals. And our flight going there wasn't full either. They yeah. let us move seats. They... Well, and they're 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 spacing. I know like Delta is spacing. Middle seats are open basically unless you're a party of three or something. I think they started that way with this, but then there were three of us in the seat. Yeah, I mean in the row. So but you're in the same party. No. One of them wasn't in our party. Oh, okay. Yeah, which is a little, which is a little crazy. I'm wearing the mask on the plane the whole time was annoying as hell. Oh. There wasn't, I didn't, but our flight was short. Once I, I once I, I fell even... asleep and woke back up, it was fine. <laughs> didn't matter. I think I, once you're getting on, you're packing your luggage, you're trying to get your seat in and everyone's coming, it seems kind of claustrophobic mm-hmm. and, but and once you're difficult, there. but once you And I think it's easier and, when it's cool too. So yes. the planes are cool. I find that it's harder to wear a mask when it's warm. Yes. So like when we went to Lagoon, it was hot and sucked. Yeah. But the plane wasn't bad because it was cool. Our school turned on the heat because it got real cold those last couple days. So they turned on the heat and now everybody's So today, uh, it was so hot and everybody's like, they have to go outside for a minute to take their mask off and everybody's got a little sweat mustache and like. And see, I've heard stories, especially with the littler kids that like they have like a bunch of mask breaks where they go outside and let the kids take off their mask and distance. And I, they have schools. one that I know of during the day is one of their recesses. Um, I and guess could lunch recess counts too, as yeah. well, but. Are the kids at recess or the kids playing with each other outside without masks on? That- um, without masks on, but. I know our recess aides um, really have to watch the kids. They have to watch who they're with, what they're playing, with what and ball, keep them, whatever. You know, okay, you want to be in this group? That's fine. Everybody, just take a step backwards. So yeah, that's that's an interesting dynamic to have to try and enforce. It's for been kind of difficult, kids. yeah. But one of the thing, one of the things with kids in particular is what we're seeing now that we have millions of cases around the world that we can actually study is. Kids don't die from this. No. no. And most kids don't even get sick. Most kids are asymptomatic or have very, very mild symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of that is pointing towards healthier immune systems in kids. Um, and the people that are dying are much older. So the bigger fear is not that the kids necessarily catch it, but that the kids transmit it then to Take it home. their families. Well, especially because yeah. if they're asymptomatic, nobody's... People aren't being as careful. Like, I worry my mom's 74, and I was really super careful around her for a while, but she goes and she hangs out with, you know, her friends and stuff, and I'm like, you know, gosh, if they're around their little grandkids, because my mom doesn't have little grandkids, then she's probably already been exposed to whatever, and we were really... Does she seem to be as concerned about... Not really. No, I find that in the older generation. The older they are, they just don't care. I think because they're resigned to dying. I don't don't (laughs) think that. No, I think some of it is just, I don't know if they, I I just don't know that they think about things the same way that we do. I mean, just in general, just they haven't been in, out in society the the way that we go out in society. And I don't think that they realize it. But I think as we are learning how to treat it better, I don't know. I mean, I still think it's easy to wear a mask and you should just do it. It's not that big of a deal. But I don't know if some of the weird restrictions that we have are still quite valid. I don't know. I want to know if they work so well. Why am I still sending kids homesick every day from school? That's a good question. uh, And it could just be 
anything like well, just my, a stomach bug or if they're wearing their masks. My, well, and some aren't, some aren't respiratory. So yeah, not all viruses no, transmit yeah. the same way. I mean, that's like HIV. I mean, back in the eighties, we thought AIDS was passed by sharing straws and we now know that that's basically impossible. Um, it's, it's blood and, and other bodily fluids. Um, but you know, back in the eighties, we didn't know. Yeah. And I think that's what we run into is there are other things that are still out there that we're going to catch. A lot of unknowns. COVID-19 doesn't live on surfaces very long. Nope. The studies suggest that it dies on surfaces very quick. So if I cough on a doorknob, it might be there for... But the air around minutes. the doorknob, which is weird enough, but what it, is it, it about the air stays live for longer. It I mean. just stays suspended in solution in the air. I think once the bacteria touches the surface... Um, it just has a hard time surviving. And it ha- it can survive higher and lower temperatures better than a lot of other viruses, which mm-hmm. is what's making it but we're at the not stronger, but hang around more for more people to be able to catch it. But I mean, look, we're at the cutting edge of like discovering what this thing is, right? And we're, we're acting hum- on it the same way we did for the nine months in of, of any real data, maybe even less because who knows what came out of China. We've been studying flu for hundreds of years. And we still don't know. I mean, we know like how flu is transmitted. But we still can't come up with a vaccine that, that stops it in its tracks. You know, it's guesswork still 200 years well, later. Well, that's the other thing. So it's time to get vaccinated for the flu. And they're actually saying wait a little bit longer because your vaccine doesn't last for very long. And they would rather have you vaccinated freshly like when the flu just is get two. more more prevalent. <laughs> just so that. Insurance has no. <laughs> yeah. Just so that you're less likely, I guess. But the problem is, is they just guess at which strand. And if they don't guess the right strand, then... Well, it's usually based off of what's going on in Asia. And, uh, well, we don't know what the hell's going on in China these days. There, And India's, India's in a bad, bad place right I now. I just, I think, I'm hoping that we are learning how to treat people who have it so that we can... We can save more people. Thank you. That's been so loud this whole time. Um, no one can hear it. I can hear it. And so I think that, that that's better because we can treat people. Now, if we can get more people tested and you know, but I just, I don't know. I mean, we're careful, but we've been hanging out with friends and stuff. We hang out with you guys. Your kids are probably giving us COVID. (laughs) Probably. But like, but like Sean, she's been tested 10 times. If she wanted to come over tonight, I don't, I would let her come over. I would, I'm not going to not let my kid come she over. She gets tested because she's exposed, but she's also in an environment where she's exposed. Where she's wearing tons of PPE. Right. She's got a face shield. She's got two different masks on. Like she's incredibly protected from with a, our JATC class. Everything has to be sterile since it's a vet tech class and we do surgeries. So everything in the entire in our entire classroom is really clean and we learn how to do like everything the way that surgeons do. So you have to put on the gloves without touching it and like all this other stuff. So at the JTC where I'm going right now, it's been really sterile and clean. So I'm not worried at all. It's at high school where kids are wearing it, their masks below mm-hmm. their nose that I'm like, eh. It's not really stop. It's stopping the, the mouth spray from talking, but it's not stopping any of the bodily fluids from sneezing or coughing. And, uh, before and after every class, they clean the students have to clean the desks. And one of my teachers in particular, I'll make people feel better. <laughs> make feel 
One mm. of my teachers in particular says, when the bell rings, we need to start cleaning the desks. But the bell rings mean book it to your next class. Well, yeah, because how are you going to have time to go to your next class? And so, and then the So te- you get this. Yeah. And then the teacher's like, stand by your desks and I'll excuse you by rows. Okay. By then, we're already three minutes into the time to get to your next class. Okay. If the bell doesn't excuse you, then the bell should not determine when you arrive. Yeah. Teachers need to get that in their minds <laughs> because we have to get to the next class. And then, these, these and then, my friends are the, the plights of school children. These days. And, and then the next class, the teacher's like, like why aren't oh, you-, you got ran through a meat grinder and hit by a car? Too bad. You can't be late to my class. And you're like, uh, excuse me? And then, this is Mr. Nelson. So I have Mr. Oh, I have Mr. <laughs> I have Mr. Whatever his name is. And then I have a class out in a portable. Uh, so I got a, so he's like, okay, now the bell rings. We got to start wiping the desks. We get 10 minutes. We get there, four. There's like a Super Mario bell that goes off. And it gives us 10 minutes. And beep, then beep, beep. We get, <laughs> we get much. four minutes. So, <laughs> so we start wiping the desks and then he's like, stand behind your desk and we'll excuse you by rows. So then, luckily, his class is right next to the door to get outside to the portables. So then I have to book it out and, like, halfway around this the school to get to my portable. So are the other teachers not as lenient? Like, So if the teacher out in the portable, she leaves the door open a couple minutes late because she knows that she's at the back of the school and that it's going to take a little while to get there. But my t- the teacher before that... Gives us no time. By the time we're done and he's excused us, we got one minute to get to that class. And then when we get there, we have to put our hands out like a cup and have him spray them. And then when we get in, she comes around, don't touch your desks. We need to spray them. So we spray them before and after class. <laughs> so, so that's what I was going to say about the gym, too. But that's... So we can't sit down or do anything. That's the cleanest that school's ever been. You know that. And you know? then... So well, at least the desks. It's and just water. She's though. like, don't touch the paper towels. I'll hand them out to you. Takes her like five minutes to hand out the towels. And then it takes her another five minutes to spray all the desks. And then it takes us five minutes to get all the desks wiped down and like settled back down. Hey, that's like, Does it seem a long time? It's so the first not that long, 15 but... minutes of class are cleaning. Yeah, but that's 15 minutes less of learning. But the thing <laughs> is, I I would rather be sitting down doing something else besides listening to people drop F-bombs the whole time that were cleaning desks. So the elementary school, we used to line up outside before the bell rang. Before the bell rang. They don't do that anymore. They just go right into their classroom, wash their hands, put their stuff away instead of the desk. Bastion, they they had sinks in there. Go to lunch and they're washing their hands before. The elementary that I used. hand sanitizer as you walk into the cafeteria. The elementary school that I used to go to, which is the one that she works at currently, they had sinks in every classroom, so you could easily wash your hands. So in uh, the school that I'm going to currently, they have bathrooms, but the sinks are outside of the bathroom. So you don't have to go like into the... big trough. Yeah, they're a big trough. Step on the, like you step in, on the pedal. Oh, that's kind of cool. But you don't have to... Yeah, it's in the hallway. It's just it's, right outside the bathroom. Weird. But you don't have to go into those nasty bathrooms to wash your hands. You that, can fit like five and or six like people. And there's like enough space I feel like it. maybe the teachers should be more on the same page of what they're asking the kids to do. If some teachers are doing it on class time and some teachers aren't. You, you know what, though? It if, should be well, on the same page. I'll be clear. If I'm a teacher, I'm protecting myself because I'm 
especially in like in elementary school, you're around the same forty kids. Oh, or whatever that's it is no, primarily. that's fine. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do it. I'm just saying. But if, if I'm if I'm in middle school, what? I'm making kids clean their stuff when they come into my class. Yes. Where you're with different kids every. But hour. that's totally fine. I'm not saying that they shouldn't. But I'm saying Jonathan's got one teacher that waits until the bell and makes kids clean, and then he's got another teacher that says nobody can start doing anything on his class time that has them clean. And and so. That's what I'm saying, though. If I'm a teacher, I don't care what the policy is. I'm doing what his second teacher does. Right. Which is that's what. But that's like, the, and so. Yeah. If you would let me finish, instead of <laughs> telling me you don't, just keep going. Yeah, is that I think that they should all do it on that and not cut into. That's like why the we have our ten minute from, bail. Yeah. Bail. The bail. The ten minute bail. Got ten minute bail. Second teacher, she starts cleaning desks five minutes before. The bell rings, so which she is gi- how it should be. So yeah. she gives us time to wipe and clean down our desks, and then by the time we're all done, the bell rings and we can go to our. So next as class. adults, you know what we do in that situation, Jonathan? Don't give a crap about we, your students. We email the administration <laughs> and let them know what's going on, so they can have a chat with that teacher. That's all our students are late. <laughs> but kids don't do that. No. <laughs> See, and our our elementary students aren't rotating classes. They would go to different classrooms to be with students who are on their learning level mm-hmm. to do reading groups or math help. All of and that is can't gone. Do that. No. Do you think this is going to improve the education level of Utah students? Because I don't know if we can go down right now. Yeah, <laughs> we are I don't know. like one of the worst in the country. Well, so. if we're taking 20 minutes out of our class time to clean desks, think of... But maybe you're more ready to learn at the end. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like, I, no, I because then they're all high all on cleaning chemicals. <laughs> I have wasted all this time. I'm ready to learn. Because the thing is, I'm one of those kids who just like to get into the classroom and just go. Just I don't want to wait 15 minutes when I could be doing assignments from the last class that I didn't get to finish. Well, you better hope none of your friends at school hear this. <laughs> you're one of those students. Yeah, yeah you're one of the, like the students that no one likes. <laughs> that. That could be true. Everyone off that bell curve, Jonathan. Everyone else is like, I love it. 15, like your sister, that's 15 minutes that you're not learning. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Shouldn't you enjoy that? Half of my classes, you can, it's mostly online anyway. Everything is on canvas. Canvas. So you can go in and work on it. And half of our teachers are just like, go ahead and work on that. Work on your canvas. You can go to the back of the classroom and one of my favorite teachers, I remembered the name of the cheese. It's Limburger. Uh, I it's would the, like the stinkiest yeah. cheese. It's and you have cheese. to like triple glove because if you touch it, your fingers will smell like that. No matter how often you wash your Limburger's hands. good. But she, she hands it out to the class like every year and it, yeah, sorry, I just remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing about having, so it used to be that we change class every 45 minutes. But then, like, we want to decrease touch points. So, like, let's gonna we're gonna do it every two hours. Well, so now that junior high is an ABD, day. so ABD, now it's yeah. an ABD, which so it's is about better. an hour and forty five minutes. Which, yeah, class. I mean, that's, that's why better. we used to go to I school. Kind of feel like it should have been anyway. But yeah. in that, in that it's, particular teacher's yeah. class, it's two hours because we spend like an extra fifteen minutes cleaning after the bell has already rung. Hmm. Well, I mean. Do they cleaning. need to clean at the end because the new students are just coming in to clean again? I know. That's why I'm... You don't need yeah. to clean again Point. as they're coming in. If you clean where everybody's leaving and nobody touches the desk. I again, feel like cleaning coming in is better. I would rather make sure my space is clean, than, personally. Than rely mm-hmm. on somebody else to do it for right. you. I sent them with um, wipes, wipes sanitizing wipes, hand sanitizer. So, the funny thing about my hand sanitizer... 
<laughs> I was coming home from school and I glitter in it. and I walk home with some of my your ninety nine percent glitter in it. and I walk home alcohol. I walk home with some of my really good friends and I'm on the way back and then my friends like where'd your hand sanitizer go so I take my backpack off and it's on a clip like so I don't lose it and so you can get to it easy. and so I can get to it easy but then I look behind the cap is gone and my backpack is completely sanitized. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I don't have to worry about cleaning my backpack, but I'm going to have to explain to my parents why my entire bottle of hand sanitizer is gone. Oh, don't worry. Lots of people steal hand sanitizer in middle school. Was, uh, I had the cutest little Bath and Body Works cover for my hand sanitizer and I loved it. And somebody ripped it off my backpack and stole it. I was so sad. Well, because... Middle school, they're just like, well, I'm not sixth grade anymore, so I'm so special. Middle schoolers think they're so much better than they actually are. I change classes every 45 minutes. I'm better than those stupid little elementary kids. You have kids. a locker. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Which, <laughs> I I liked elementary school because... If you let them go, they'll go all night. I know. I forgot. I forgot how kids <laughs> in school, like, progress. With- well, the good news for Hannah is... No matter what, in two years, none of this will matter because that's not how college works. Yeah. Although right now, college is just all online. So. Yeah, but it, so it kind of is how college works. But no, but I mean, like, the, the other weird, petty, like, all that weird stuff goes away. Yeah, people... And it just goes away. They do kind of grow out of it. I mean, Luckily, once they hit ninth grade, yeah. they're, like, done. Well, and then they're little peons again, yeah. and they kind of... They're into those, like, re- rebellious teenage years, but they don't... They're not like, oh, you're just a stupid sophomore. Yeah, but I just... <laughs> I reminded my, my kids. So, when you're in elementary, junior high, high school, you are forced to be with the kids that you are assigned your class with. Yeah. Yep. Now, in college, you know, you're you're still assigned classes with people, but the good news is all of those people are choosing to be there because they are on... And they're paying for it. Well... Uh, we paid for school, so. and they're often but they're on, on a, a similar path. So, like with Cassie, they have like her in biology. Interests. Now, her, most of her friends were going into nursing, but they're all going into this this biological field, right? So, they all have a goal in mind, and it's a similar goal. And so, you're you gonna... you end up finding people with more common interests instead of just kids who are forced to take this math class. That's what I really like about the JTC is because everybody has to act like a college student. You don't know anybody because there's tons of different people from all different schools and you're all going or wanting to go in the same direction. So you're all have the same things in common. You've all kind of had some of the same experiences. Yeah. It's not like, Ew, I have to go to math. It's yeah. Oh my gosh, I got to go to my vet class. It's yep. It's and then people aren't going to heckle the entire teacher. No, then people want to be there, and 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 it's not even a matter of just paying. It's it's because you want to be there. Yeah, like getting through your basic schooling is is exactly that. You're getting through it. But I feel like at least with my kids, and you guys have college students now. It's the goal isn't to get through it. The goal is to actually achieve something. Yeah. Your degree. And, and that just makes everything better. So the good news is you're pretty close to that. Bad news is you're still kind of far away. (laughs) In, in middle school, lots of kids are, they have their little popular groups and so and so. And then you get to high school and it completely restarts. And those, those popular kids that were, are the nerds, were sitting all by each other at lunch and, stood in the halls for like until the bell rang mm-hmm. none of those kids are eating with each other anymore and there are the weird kids sitting in the corner by themselves <laughs> and you're like how does it feel huh because they're finally just i'm not, not as popular i'm not anymore. gonna say i've ever been one you of can the keep going. 
I've never like been one of the popular kids per se, but I've never sat by myself at lunch until the time where I wanted to. Because, <laughs> I mean, I don't have lunch with any of my other friends besides one, and um, every other day, every other day. So most of the time, I'm sitting by myself, which I would actually prefer to do. Because sometimes I'm just done with those people. Just... <laughs> You'd always do what our daughter did and spit in someone's food and make her eat it. Oh, she was little. <laughs> she was in middle that school. would be a she Julia and Maya story. Oh, my, well, no, my we'll, yeah, we'll my tell... older kids are well, my older kids, my kids are the we'll, kids that are the same age as your kids are the same. Yes, we'll, yeah. we'll tell you. We'll tell you the story. <laughs> Although <laughs> I feel like somehow. Cassidy and Cassidy's a little older though, but little she's older. she's. She's definitely kind of surpassed Julia, so we'll see in a year if Julia gets up there. But Cassie's definitely seems to be changing a little faster than <laughs> she's a little antagonist. I, that girl. I have one more question for each of you um, to to answer for us. Um, and your mom's going first. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, we we always ask all of our guests this question, um, and the question is: What is the most interesting or unique thing that you've discovered about Utah? She's thinking. I already know what Jonathan's answer is. <laughs> it's not going to be what you think. It's not going to be Bear Lake. No. Hopefully not. <laughs> Maybe. Most unique? Unique or interesting. Unique or interesting. I really don't know how to answer this I question. I have one if you want to keep thinking. Go okay, for it. go ahead. I like how um, most people don't realize that Utah has a lot of movies. Like, tons of movies were filmed here. And when you live here, you don't really think about it. You're just like, eh, whatever. Like, I live in Utah. And then people are like, oh, my gosh, you live in that place. And you go there, like, every summer. And you're like, yeah. I was like, I've been where Indiana Jones was. And I've been to all these places. And you don't really think about it while you live here. But I think that's pretty cool. That is pretty that's cool. Pretty that's cool. a good, interesting thing. Jonathan, what you got? Bear Lake. <laughs> you know, I was thinking about it. But I think I've talked about just enough of that. Um, Silence Barely. isn't good on a, on a radio show. I know. I'm, I'm just <laughs> trying to think. This is kind of hard show. to answer, though, huh? Um, I think it's pretty cool how a lot of people come here. They're like, oh, my gosh, you live in the place where I went skiing last summer. I mean, last oh, winter. And people, I mean, they're like, you got the greatest snow on earth. But then when you live here, you're like, eh. Have you ever been skiing, Jonathan? I have not. I've never been skiing either, and I've lived here my whole life. I, I will tell you, didn't, you didn't anybody get to do the snow, like the skiing trips like we got to do? Nope. Didn't you get to do that? I remember them being there, but I never. Our parents are boring. I have been cross-country skiing. It's a little different. Yeah, you didn't get to it's go? It's a lot of snowboarding. We, cool. we, we had ski club in my high school where the kids with money got to go skiing. We have that. I went twice. When I, I know was the school still have it because my nieces and nephew go and yeah. or my niece and nephew and but it's still they a, go to the same elementary that I went it's to. Still a, so. It's still a trip that your parents have to pretty much. Oh pay for, y- yeah, so. yeah, but you get discounts with. It's still not. Cheap. I just don't I think I was interested in going. Yeah. I will say it is a it is a fun experience and it's actually something that if we talk back to our you know things to do day trip as it gets into the winter taking a little ski trip would be. Just up so it is, but it's a fun activity. Um, I've been skiing once. I tried to snowboard once. 
In jeans. No. And a hoodie. In khakis. And a hoodie. <laughs> oh, khakis. <Kathy. laughs> what you wearing? And khakis. the instructor's oh, like, sounds hideous. are you sure you want to snowboard in that? I'm like, yeah, I'll be fine. I don't, cold doesn't bother me. The cold An hour in, I was anyway. soaking wet it's and freezing kind of cold, and miserable. It? <laughs> oh, it was horrible. I learned my lesson. Okay. Have you thought of something? Uh, kind of. Um, people hear Utah and they think only LDS Mormon people live here. But there's more to Utah than just Mormons, Mormons and LDS people. What's wrong? There's with nothing wrong with Mormon? that. <laughs> just... We have a whole show about it, <clears throat> and that's that's part yeah. of why we've always said we don't this. We do this show. It's for that reason because it is. I think growing up, I had more non-active, or they weren't members of the church, and I got along with them and had things in common, and it didn't bother me that they weren't. A member of the church so that's good there's that's tough in a population that's over 70 yep. percent of the same religion mm-hmm. so. well thank you guys for joining yes. us yes. Thanks Thanks for having us. us yeah uh if you uh if you all listening out there would do us a favor and share uh what you're listening to on whatever platform you heard it that would be fantastic for us uh give us a like or a follow on facebook twitter instagram at tnu podcast uh and go check out our website thenewutah.com um, all these things that we talked about today and, and tons and tons of others will, will for sure be listed, uh, on our blogs there and in various spots. So, uh, thanks for listening and, um, you know, don't get COVID. <laughs>